welcome to Senpai's Playlist. And this is our two-year anniversary episode. And Claire's been doing this show for about two years. Obviously, I'm not sick of us yet. Um, Claire's, of course, as usual, drinking her two-year anniversary beer. This is Oktoberfest. You know, what is the difference between Oktoberfest beer and regular beer? Because, you know, I don't drink beer. It's more expensive. But actually, I... So I don't know this brand, and I want to say it's possible that the stores near me, the, they don't have this all year round. This is like an mm. October, we only get it in October. Is and it so a different flavor it. though? It's, well, it's a different brand altogether. Like it's a different beer than I normally drink. It's good. But does it taste different? I guess. I mean, like it tastes different than the type of beer I normally drink. See, my thing is that is like, all right, so this is something I've said before. They will upcharge something because aesthetically it looks good. The bottle does look very nice. Like, for instance, all right. So it's like, okay. Um, oh, we have Oktoberfest drafts. They're an additional dollar. But in actuality, it's still whatever beer that's normally on tap. They just have the Oktoberfest label on it. I right, so I guess the question for this is, does this, do, like, I've never seen this brand in store at least. Well, be fair, I only I just go where I, I know I like. Well, the thing I'm trying to the the thing I'm trying to get to is like if it tastes different, does it have a different taste? Does it taste the same? Like if they had that beer, like if next month Oktoberfest is over, if they have that same beer in store, is it going to taste the same? Because then it's like, all right, you literally just paid for the label. Apparently, there is a difference with Oktoberfest beer. It has to do with the flavor due to brewing conditions, something or other, blah, blah, blah. Air-dried malts and raw grains produce a... All right, so flavor. it's made differently. Yeah. Okay, so so I guess like the ingredients they're able to get in the for that this time creates a different type, like, flavor and color. Okay, that makes more sense. Because otherwise, I'm like, it's like me saying, all right, I... Alright, so I usually get two liters of cold red and Pepsi. That's like me getting a two liter of cold red and paying a dollar more simply because it has a different logo on the front of it. And it's like, oh, um, Valentine's Day, you know, version, Valentine's Day Mountain Dew Cold Red. It still tastes like cold red. <laughs> it's like, uh, what is it? Uh, Alright, so back in the day, and I don't even know they do this anymore. Usually when, like, a new game would come out, like Halo or the new Call of Duty or something like that. Mountain Dew, would, Mountain Dew thing for it. Yeah, they would make, like, game fuel. Okay? And I remember when Halo 3 first came out, me and my boy Justin was buying this stuff by, like, the damn near by the case. Okay? And I forget why. I think there was, like, codes or something on the back I for, or in the cap. Some shit, like... Yeah, there was codes in the cap. And... As time went on, like, you know, now they have a thing where, like, if you buy certain Mountain Dews when, like, the new Call of Duty comes out, you can get a 2XP XP code, things like that. So, you know, but the thing is, essentially, it's still the same price. Well, yeah, no, so the, the thing about it is, is with that kind of thing, it's just, it's marketing. So, it's free marketing for the game. The game company probably pays Mountain Dew, which, that's how they make up that difference, is, like... The game company is the one paying for it. Whereas where it's like breweries and stuff. Honestly, I, I'm i impressed by like breweries. Because I don't know if you've ever like tried or like known anyone who's tried to homebrew. 
but getting beer to be exactly the same every time is tough because you need the exact same conditions, exact same measurements. It is a lot. I've had, um, I've known two people, mainly co-workers, who would make their, like the one he would make moonshine, but he also would make beer. Uh, the other Moonshine's one, a little just... different than beer because it's run through a machine, I think, more so yeah. than um, like beer's just you let it ferment. Well, he 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 made both, so I guess the other moonshine one, fermented, I don't it's know. distilled. That's it. No, it's Dist- it is distilled. It's well, distilled he did both. Um, the other co worker, he just he did it as a hobby, like making his own beer. Like, mm-hmm. and the weird thing was, he didn't drink beer that much. He just liked the whole process and concept of making it. So that was his thing. Uh, just as always, not a fan of beer unless it's root beer. Mm-hmm. But you know, so like the process is very like meticulous. Like I went to a few breweries because my sister's in Bo- lives in Boston and they're known for their breweries. And so we went on a few brewery tours when I would visit. And like they have the giant machines, but like you have to mix all the ingredients and just let it ferment in there and then you gotta check it and do all this other stuff it's like it's like when you're cooking like if you are like a professional cook obviously you know that it's um kind of a practice to try and get everything uniform the same every time working in a restaurant but when you're like a home cook it's actually kind of hard to get the exact flavor taste like the exact taste the exact consistency every single time right kind of same thing with beer i feel like Unless you're like a professional. I mean, I guess it goes back to that thing of saying like, and I always say this, what's the difference between getting steak at like a like Outback Steakhouse and going to a place where they have like $100 steak plates? They don't like, have to there, their steaks and I don't, marinate. I always say like, is there really a difference? And one of these days I'm going to find out. There is a difference. I can guarantee you this. I've had, oh. I've had the Outback Steakhouse type steaks and I have eaten the steaks at the Gaylord. Which you the know, cheapest I, I one think, there was $85. I cheapest. Think, I think this year maybe I'll try a steak at the Gable. It was fucking nuts. But how how much of a how big of a steak are we talking for $85? Smallest steak, which is the ones we got. I couldn't eat it all in one go, but that's also because I got appetizers. But how I'm saying like is it a decent size? Like So it'll tell you the ounce size on it. I wanna say we got we had the was it the 14? 13? How, how how big were the steaks we got? Like twelve ounce? I think we got twelve ounce. That's not bad for you know. For eighty five bucks. Yeah. They have bigger sizes. It just costs more. But regardless, um. Yeah, oh wait, no. So we didn't get the smallest. The smallest I think was actually an eight ounce, but there's filet mignon, so it's like different cut. Just All as right. pricey. But anyway, so we have been, as I stated, we have been doing a show for two years. So, a lot of jokes, a lot of music played, a lot of anime reviewed, movies reviewed, games, things like that. So, this episode is basically me and Claire picking tracks. Some of our favorite tracks that we've played this past year. So, anything that we've played in 2022 will be on it. Like, our favorites from 2022 of that we've played, not anime. Because, you know, that's our last episode of the season, basically. So, um, I believe this is an odd number episode. So, I believe you go first. That is me. Alright, so what track do you want to play first? Alright, the first track of the night for me is going to be 
Owie Tori. By Why Kevin did Bush. I know that? <laughs> it's a good starter song. It is a great starter song. It is. It, you know, oddly enough, you know, and we'll talk about it when we get back. Uh, so this is Owie Tori. I think this is the 25th, 28th ending of Bleach. I'd have to relook that up. Bleach has so many openings and endings because it's all technically one season. True. All right, here's the track.
Sheamus back. All right. That's Aoi Tori, which is the... The 27th ending of Bleach. <laughs> so I was off by I was off by two and under by I was just off. Okay. But um speaking of Bleach, man. Finally premiered. Thousand Year Blood War. And granted, it was the first op it was the first episode, a quick 30 minutes. It was minutes. so fast. Like I was like, where's the rest of this? No, but here's the thing. You remember, the shows are only 30 minutes. So technically... I see there's like 21 because of the commercial. Yeah, 21, 24 minutes. The reason why... And this is the thing, like, I think a lot of people seem to fail to forget because you got a lot of people complaining like, oh, shows are so fast, etc. You seem to forget that, like, we, for the most part, depending on what streaming service you're watching things on or what kind of a plan you have on a certain stream service, there's no more commercials. So you're just watching something straight through. Otherwise, it'd be like, oh, it's a 30-minute snippet because there's commercial commercials need at least a good three to five minutes of the show. So technically, most anime and most cartoons are in between 15 to 24 minutes. The general length of TV shows, I think, on streaming sites without commercials is the average is 22 for 30 minutes and like 45 for, for like long. Yeah, for shows like The Mayans, um, Raisin American Ed, Horror Story. <laughs> Do you know the new season started? I don't even... Look, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. Look, okay, so... As I've stated before on the show, I used to watch Grey's with my ex-wife. That's not why I stopped watching Grey's. I loved Grey's. My issue with Grey's is that they decided to take... Like, the whole thing with George cheating on Callie. Callie is back. Oh, we're gonna have George cheat on Callie with Izzy. Why? And then we're going to have Callie to get back at George by sleeping with fucking slow. Why? To it's me, it's just, better, no, I George, hope, for this season. That was so long, though. They're so far I, past that. No, it really pissed me off. The issue George, with Grace was it became a power trash fantasy. Look, my issue with Grace was this. George was the dork. He is the dorky guy. The self-proclaimed loser, the geek, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Okay, he wasn't that attractive. You know, he was still a resident, shit like that, okay? Meaning which, he got with one of the hot girls, the popular girl. You know, he had one of the baddest women on that show. And their dumbasses decide, oh, we're going to have him cheat on her with the, as you call it, the cheerleader. Izzy was the cheerleader. So if we look at Grace like it's high school, okay? Um, Callie's the, you know, she's the popular girl that everyone knows, but she's very humble and down to earth, but she's still popular. No, wait, Callie would be like the emo, like edgy girl. Regardless, she's still popular. Izzy was the cheerleader. Izzy? George, I want to say like obviously they they went for it like that retrospect, but to be fair, she did try to add a more emotional element. Like they were best. Friends. I I get that, but in terms of social standing, Izzy's the cheerleader. So then we she have was George, the best friend. Wait, I don't give a fuck. Like even after like they he like they cheated together, they ended up being together then they broke up and she got with alex later on like they were still best friends to me again what pisses me off is they had george cheat on Callie with izzy then they he had he was very drunk would you let me finish <laughs> then 
They had Callie sleep with Sloan to get back at George. Well, oh, really to back. get back at him. I feel like she was just in her feelings. There's there's a, all these doctors have a drinking problem. There was literally an episode where fucking they were torturing George just to get back at him for cheating on Callie. Oh, well, that was like, but not, that was like, that was a time. I thought you meant the time that she slept with him like right after she found out. Yeah, she did. Yeah, again. But no, but when they were purposely torturing him, that was just for fun. Again, fuck that shit. It was fucked. I'm like, why, why are we doing it. this? No, no. Why are we? Why did they write it for George to do that? Why? And then, when I thought about getting back into Grace, I'm sitting there like, all right, maybe I'll get back because I would do this thing where every couple of years I would go back and get caught up to the current season. Okay. Last time I watched Grey's was uh, when I think um, the chief got electrocuted. Oh yeah, see okay. now I I hated that they got Arizona and, and um, Kepner and um, no, was it Ke- no? Uh, what's his name? Uh, I think Alex, the light skin with the gray eyes. He saved a kid from a exploding bus. That is Avery. Avery, Avery, and the one chick got married. And they have revealed that, that last episode I watched was where they revealed to this is before Christina Yang left. They revealed that they ran off and eloped. Yep. And Yang was like, Kepner, I'm becoming a fan of yours more and more every day. I agree. <laughs> and that was the last episode I watched. Cause then It gets I, worse and now it's getting better. But I was thinking about getting I was thinking about um getting back into the show until I found out that literally Alex I mean, Karev literally left to get back with Izzy because they had twins. And this happened. You do realize that that's, we're not, that is technically canon, but we're not believing it. You know, he was, he asked, I think, to be written out of the show. And they're just kind of like through whatever. I think it's the most dumbest way. Regardless, I'm just like, no, I'm done with Grace. Like, I've been watching Chicago Med. That's my new medical drama, Chicago Med. Chicago Med reminds me of like a combination of both House and Law and Order and Grey's Anatomy. Supposed to that's how it is, but again, like that's my always been my pro- that's been my always my one disdain with Grey's. George cheating on Callie. That's the Why? one disdain. Oh my god, you need to watch the Deluca arc. I have so many thoughts. It's horrible. I'm glad even, he died. I don't even want to know. But anyway. I've never oh. wished death on someone as much as I wished death on him, and then it happened. I'm like, God. Anyway, so, uh, was watching, uh, what was it? So, Thousand Year War, I get it, you're, you know, like, it was quick, but it established so much in such a short amount of time. I'm gonna say something inappropriate. Go on. The entire, like, it's such a, it felt like such a short episode. The entire time I was watching it, I was on the toilet. That's not inappropriate. I thought you were going to say something like, you know, uh, you and Jules was being intimate while no, watching no. it. <laughs> and the show was over before you were done. Well, it's inappropriate for a lady to say things like that. To be fair, I wasn't using the bathroom the whole time I was on there. I just got distracted when I watched on Listen, my phone sometimes. I take the switch in a bathroom. But it was, point. like, so fast. I was like, what happened? I was Look, just like, I need more now. It's like, I'm already addicted to this season. Give me more. 
I haven't read the I manga in a while, so I also feel like I'm gonna read reread the manga as I watch each episode for comparison. That is a good idea. But yeah, like in terms of the bathroom thing, that's not inappropriate. Like I've gone to the bathroom with my Switch, my phone, comic books. To be fair, books. it's it's a lady thing. Like it was when I used to work at the club. Mm-hmm. Our we had an issue with our toilet where there was too much money in it by accident. Uh, but we didn't know that at the time. So my um, my boss, though, he hired a plumber, uh, but they weren't coming until, like, the beginning of the regular week. This is the weekend. And so he's like, all right, girls, like, just so you know, uh, when you're using the staff bathroom, uh, like, only number ones, if you need to do anything else, go to the guest bathroom, the female bathroom. Um, and my coworker was like, don't you know girls don't poop? Look. This is my mindset, okay, about that. Everybody shits. Everybody shits. Everybody shits, okay? I think that, listen, I think it's the weird, maybe it's just me. I think it's the weirdest thing in the fucking world if I'm with a woman and she doesn't shit around. I get some girls are like, they're a little iffy when they first start dating someone, but it's like, look, if you've never taken a shit around me, there's a problem. My ex-boyfriend thought I didn't fart for three years. I just have started in parts. I mean, regardless. But, uh, so, before we get to the next track, I've wa- I've been watching a bunch of movies. Um, Anime movies? No. Um, like, like, movie movies. Okay, I'll just uh, say because... I watched... If, go on. If you've seen... Uh, I don't know if it's, it's not out yet, though. That new Makoto Shinkai movie. You know, that's more your thing than me. Yeah. Um, uh, excuse me. Tonight I'm gonna watch Cheaper Creepers Reborn, and then tomorrow I might watch Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Oh my god, such a good movie. Uh, but I've watched. Let's see, I watched Barbarian, Hocus Pocus Two, and Samaritan. I was Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus Two was a, as about as good as you expect. I'll get to my review after this track, but um. It was good regardless, but... Uh, I saw definitely on... I, we're we're going to watch it at some point for sure because we love Hocus Pocus, Bette Midler, forever. All right, so I'm going to play... Hmm. I'm going to play Raise Your Flag by Man on a Mission. And this is from... Mobile Suit Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans. This is the first opening. So here's your trap.
25 at some point oh shit yeah hold on let me grab oh well we're about to i feel like all right wait so you're on are you in your first song yeah this is my first song all All right right, so uh this is raise your flag by man on a mission claire just reminded me we have to do our top 25 (laughs) list we're supposed to be doing five in between each uh thing um i know we'll do our first five now (laughs) yeah but uh before i get into that uh hold on let me grab my list real quick hold up i assume we're starting from the bottom Are we starting also, from tw- are we, we're starting from twenty five and building up? Yes, I assume. We're t- starting from twenty five and working our way down list. But yeah, oh, also Claire will most likely be my lovely assistant during Mag during um, Mag Pokey Jeopardy. Uh, you don't have to wear a dress like Vanna White on, but if you can wear your Yukata, that you you got it. You got it. Yeah, I could wear my Yukata. Yay! Dress up. <laughs> Okay, so, <laughs> man, my list is all over the place. There's so many options, and I tried so, to do this rating system to help out. So, and is, guess what? It just turned out with like five way ties between like for every number. I mean, that's fine. This is our <laughs> this is our version of that top. Tw- this is our version of the top twenty five. No one else has to go based off this list. This is just our top twenty five. But the simple fact of when we saw the IGN shit, I was disgusted. Because certain things should not be where they are, in my opinion. So, and we will have honorable mis- mentions, okay? But I went with my top 25 list based off of... So, my first 20... Like, I will explain the first five, 
like 25 to uh, 25 to 21. And then like as we get to the higher numbers, I'll explain what was my mindset for certain ones on how I went on. So for me, for instance, my top 10 will strictly come from strictly be of anime that I feel like I can always rewatch over and over and over and over again and never get tired of it. That was um, a factor in mine as well. So yes. I rated it on like a bunch of different things, and rewatchability was one of them. Yeah, rewatchability, uh, the impact it had. If it's something I reference, if it's something I go back to, you know, because there's some anime where you watch it once and you're like, all right, I'm done. I don't want to see it again. And there's still good anime, but it's for me, it, you know, it's several factors. So. I'm going to start with my 25 to 21, then Claire will do hers. And in between of us explaining our picks, we'll explain why. So first and foremost, number 25 for me is the Devil May Cry anime. The reason why being because so a lot of times and a couple of years back, they were doing a lot of like anime based on video games. You had Bayonetta, uh, Devil May Cry. Uh, Bayonetta was saucy. There was a... There was, like, crossing over in terms of anime things. Um, yeah, the Bayonetta one was real saucy. But aside from that, I don't remember shit else about it. That's why it doesn't make this list. I watched <laughs> it, and I'm like, look, I remember her getting out of a tub. Yep. And just her hair. Tri- That's yep. it. This Be is great. bad. Bayonetta anime is not as good as the game. Um, but, yeah, Devil May Cry, because it the events of Devil May Cry, the anime takes place between, I think, um, I think they said it takes place between Devil May Cry... Two and four, if I'm correct. So, it is a good anime. It goes a lot of different places, and, you know, it, it was good. And the best part about it was, even though there wasn't an additional season after that, even though they could have went with that, they didn't. But it was still that good. It was, like, short, precise, to the point, great. I like it when an anime does that. It gets to the point, and then it's like, all right, I've seen it, I watched it, it's dope. Like, it's something, I, that's another factor i took in is this something i can recommend to somebody so if someone's like a fan of devil may cry or just hey you want to watch something that's in along the lines of like um hell sing or what devil may cry the anime um number 24 is a anime movie metropolis i've watched this several times um the art style is one that i definitely like which also has to do with my number 23 pick and it's an interesting take where basically it's the whole, the whole concept of the movie is humans and machines living alongside each other. And it so focuses around this little boy whose grandfather's a detective who they find this young girl who happens to be a robot that like, I, well, I guess an android if you want to call it. And she seems so lifelike. And it's a great movie and visually stunning. If you ever get a chance, definitely watch it. Uh, Metropolis, not Tokyo Metropolis. Metropolis, that's a completely different movie. Okay, although I will say this, Metropolis, while you can watch it with your kids, there are some parts towards the end that are very, I, I it might give some kids some nightmares. Adults might be like, wow, that's just So like, like a 14 plus show? I would, maybe 10 or, 10 or up. Like, it's not gory, but there's some parts that can, that, there's some parts that are like slight nightmare fuel, just slight. So, number 23, because it's in the same art style as Metropolis, is Gad Gear. Uh, I saw it on Netflix years ago. I was obsessed with this show, and I binge-watched it from beginning to end. I literally get off work, go home, watch Gad Gear. 
Um, it reminds me like if Mega Man robots were like life size and could be piloted. It's definitely a dope show. It deals with some, you know, it deals with different emotional aspects and shit. And in addition to that, I love the ending because they had these two characters in there that they shipped. And you know, most time in animes, they don't have the the guy kiss the girl at the end or whatever. No, he got his kiss. I was like, all right, I'm okay with this. We closure. We we got a kiss at the end. I don't need you to fuck. Just at least get a damn kiss. Show that there's progress being made. Cause obviously y'all been googly eye each other the whole fucking show. Oh, y'all kiss? Cool. I'm great. I- Ironically, I get not ironically. I coincidentally just saw a meme about this, like an anime meme, where it's like little like hentai, and it's just like it's you know it's like the brain thing where it's like and it's like nothing happening, like. Uh, then you have like Darlene and the Franks, where it's like suited, like clothed, but like yeah. that, and, like medium, and then holding hands, and it's just like mind explosion. Blown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number twenty-two, because. The reason why I put this on here because this is an anime that like I happened to watch on happenstance and I actually enjoyed it. Like I was caught up like this is one of my favorite animes and I really need to watch the new season. Um, Tiger and Bunny. And it makes sense because it's an anime that honestly upon looking at it I was like I don't know but for some reason it kept catching my attention and then when I finally watched it I was hooked. Like I like the whole concept of like heroes being sponsored by stuff that and I kind of like the whole angle of the one chick being into the dad and one be the whole young girl with the you know with, you know obviously uh tiger wild tiger is daddy to um I forget what her name is the ice um hero that's sponsored by Pepsi so <laughs> but yeah it's a great show like honestly if you ever get a chance definitely watch Tiger and Bunny it's a great series and number 21 the reason why I, the only reason why it falls this far down the list it's because I do not like the sporadicness of the episodes being released. And because it just came out this year. But this show's on this list because I identify with the main character so much. And that's Uncle from Another World. I knew you were going to say that. This man and his love for Sega. And like this This show is... A, there's not one episode where I have not fell out laughing. Because of the ridiculous shit that goes on in his... Like the first... I think the second episode is he's explaining to his nephew about the one girl. And the nephew's like, oh my god, back in that time, you know, they didn't have the concept of Sundari yet. So my uncle wouldn't understand. Like, it's fucking great. <laughs> but yeah, the sporadicness, look, story's great. It's hilarious. I love the opening theme. Just the uncle itself, I'm like, I identify with this man on so many levels because these damn kids don't understand the greatness that Sega was. And I miss having a flip phone as well. In addition to that, it's just the sporadicness of how the episodes come out that's bothering me. I was like, there's no set schedule. I don't know what's going on. I don't feel like researching either. It's like, I check to see if there's a new episode, and that's it. So, so yeah, my 25-21, Devil May Cry, Metropolis, Gad Gear, Tiger and Bunny, and Uncle from Another World. So, which I really should type these up. <laughs> Alright, Claire, what is your... Um, all right, for my 25, I did go with Hunter Hunter. It was actually based on the numbering system. It was something else, but I was like, that's a little too new, honestly, to put on this list. So I did swap it out. Hunter Hunter. Yeah, I was so I just I had two new like newer shows on the list based on just like I did end up putting one on the list, which you will, you will hear later. The other one 
I just, so far every episode has been a win, but it's still not even finished with technically what I consider like a full season. So I did end up, end up switching it out. All the anime are just so close in the numbers. Like it's like literally just like all a clusterfuck of all like, <laughs> so I make this rating system to help me. And then it's just like, everything is Contradicting like, here. <laughs> and I'm just like, damn. So I just kind of like went with my gut a little bit. So Hunter Hunter is my 25. It's a great anime. It is, uh, so the, like the points I tried to base it off of was one emotional impact. Um, like what, each episode left you feeling, whether it was good or bad, like, did you feel something strongly? The plot, character development, I did incorporate a lewd factor, which 99% of the shows <laughs> I scored a zero on that. Um, I did put nostalgia as a factor as well. And then rewatchability, the animation style, based on their time period, even though, like, cause obviously, anime yeah. from the 90s early 2000s will not be as visually apparent but it's at that time how did they look you know and yeah. then i did also add a filler because some animes out there have too many goddamn fillers and i do even incorporate that in the way i did the move like anime movies i was like was there ever a time in this movie where i just kind of wanted them to get on with it oh like if they dragged the story out wow. like we get it he likes the girl can we get so... to either the fucking or the kissing I tried to rate them on a scale of one to five for everything, and then I just ended up with a ton of like, like you know, like twenty-seven to like thirty-twos, like all forty-something anime I picked were in like one of those few numbers. So Hunter Hunter was twenty-five. It's highly rewatchable. It's a great series. It's a good plot with great character development. Sometimes it does move a little slowly, but overall, great anime. The style for the both the original when it first came out and the remake when it came out were both good for their time. Okay. The one thing I'll say is emotional impact was there, but it was a bit less, I feel like, for me, because they they killed off a lot of people, but not really people you cared about as much. All right. Uh, number 24 for me was Fruits Basket. That includes the kind of a mix of the original and the 2019 remake. I loved the original, but I don't didn't like how they did like a full meta alchemist. They did stray from the manga and then they fixed that in the 2019, which was phenomenal on so many levels. Okay. 23, I chose Helsing Ultimate. Helsing Ultimate is great storyline, great plot. Animation style isn't my favorite, but it is unique in a in a fun way. See, I'm opposite of you. I love the animation style of Helsing Ultimate. I love the fight scenes, the characters. Halcyon Ultimate is just a great show overall. Okay. Uh, 22, I did pick Yu Yu Hakusho. It's a- Killing me! It's a... <laughs> Why? It's Yusuke so- Alright, just, just go on. It's a great anime, but I actually have been rewatching it. And as good as it is, I feel like I have been always looking at through nostalgia goggles a little. It is great, but just compared to all the other anime that I also enjoy, on the rating factor, it didn't do as well. Jesus, there has to, there's probably, I'm hoping for some bangers, because you just, <laughs> oh my god, Yusuke in 20, alright, 
Uh, fair, I feel like part of it is for you, it's not only nostalgia, but the fact that you identify with the main character, well, whereas I do not. I honestly do not identify with Yusuke. I, you are exactly like Yusuke. Ow! I don't, look, it's I'm so not going to go with some old woman to train in the fucking mountains to go fight some fucker that knocked down a Not that part, just his general personality is very you. Okay, and, 21, uh, I chose Bleach. That is shocking for me, from you. Ma'am. To be fair, I have, so you probably this. have a ton of, I assume you have most, like, all shonen throughout this. I have to incorporate shonen versus shoujo in a weird combination mix of all this. I mean, but again and again, like I stated, this is our personal list. So people can take what they want from us, and this is why our show works so well. This is why we've been doing this for two years, because... We gel, but we also bounce off each other so well with the dynamic where Claire's more shoujo, I'm more shonen. Claire acts edgy as fuck, but she's like soft as ice cream <laughs> inside. I act soft, but we all know I will gank a motherfucker. <laughs> so. Oh, that's actually so funny. I was talking about fighting the other day with my boss. Uh -huh. It came up because uh, he was like, did you hear Salem got put like got hit? And I was like, what? Someone hit Salem, and he's like, with her, with a car, like they were, their car accident, like oh, Salem's so, car got hit by another car. Yeah, and okay. um, she, she's fine, which is great. But he was, I was like, oh my god, I was so scared for a second. I thought when you said that that someone had like punched her, and he's oh, like, shit. no, not at all. And I'm like, we then we got into a debate on would you rather be punched or get in a car accident? And I was like, I'd rather get in a car accident if they're at fault because I wouldn't have to pay for it. It would be a hassle, but if I, someone punched me, the cops would have to be called because I would punch them back, for sure. And it, my boss was like, I can't picture you in a fight, and I'm like, that's so funny. He's like, have you ever been in a fight? And I'm like, only with the police. Oh, God. But they uh, asked it. for it. Alright, so I guess I technically the, have right. been in a fight with not the police, but I was drunk, so it doesn't count. Alright, so we're gonna go ahead and play your next track, and then I I have to think on this. Like, uh, what would I prefer? So, what, what's your next track? My next track is going to be Rewrite by Asian Kung Fu Generation. Yes. Yes, Queen. <laughs> Here's a track. <laughs>
Spider-Verse rewrite by Asian Kung Fu Generation, as we all know, is the opening for the third season of the original Full Metal Alchemist. Now, Claire, pro, pro, Claire stated a very interesting question. Would you rather get into a physical fight, like get punched in the face, or be in a car accident? And I think your thing was with the car accident is that if you the the parameters are you get into the accident, you're not at fault, your insurance doesn't go up, you don't have to pay anything, you just have to put your car in the shop, and the other person, you know, pays for everything. Hmm. So you're gonna be without your car for I'll say two days. Alright. Whereas if possibly a punch in the face I guess I would have to say I don't know because I know me. If I get into a car accident, I think my anxiety would be so bad. I mean, granted, my car will be fixed, but like, I think it would fuck it would fuck me up for a few days because I've never, I've never physically been in a car accident. Knock on wood, uh, and I want to keep it that way. Um, I've been punched in the face plenty of fucking times. I've been slapped in the face. I've had hot spaghetti thrown in my face. I've literally had a child throw up in my face. Okay. But like, punched. Yeah, I, but see, I, no, I, we were we were talking more on like which would be more convenient because having to not having oh, get to into an actual days, fight or get and, into well, if someone punched that's the, the my argument was if someone punched me, I'm gonna fight them. Like I'm gonna destroy them. This one time, a girl at soccer like tried to pull my hair and I tried to rip out her throat. I think it's I think you have to take into account the fact that we're adults now. So if someone comes to my job. It. If someone comes to my job and accosts me, and I get into a fight and I defend myself, while I am defending myself, there might be some police involved, there might be fines involved, things of that nature, okay? Depending on, you know, depending on how it goes. Um, where areas a car accident, I'm not at fault. Someone, you know, the car gets fixed in two days. I'm just out of a car for two days. That means I just need to sit at home and relax and rest up. I think it's more of the the act of being in an accident itself because, you know, like, it fucks with a person, you know, so... It wasn't that bad of an accident. Like, she could actually drive away with her car, like... Well, I mean, I don't know, like... I guess for me, I'd rather take a punch in the face just because I don't... Just, if I could get a, if I, could I guess, that, like, I'll face, add to, like, the severity of the accident wasn't too bad, like... I kind I get it. I mean, like when I told my car, I was only like half aware of anything at most, and I couldn't drive over like thirty miles an hour for a month. Oh God, sounds like a transmission problem. But yeah, uh, again, not going to work. To be fair, I was on pain pills and a little intoxicated, and it was like uh, fucking three in the morning. Oh, we're gonna be a lot intoxicated at Magnus. I don't drive at MAGFest, so we're all good. Yeah, I usually, I'm usually the one that drives, but um, something I'll talk to you about for MAGFest, but off camera. We're all trying right. to get the hotel tomorrow. Okay, cool. So, back to this top 25 list, and for those of you listening, wish us luck. All Can right. we do it after your pick? I just, but the um, 25, well, because we got 20, oh shit, how the fuck did I, sorry about that. Oh, well, because we got 25, I was going to do like the next Oh. Five. Yeah, I forgot. We, we, missed, we missed a beat there. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, number 20 for me. Golden Boy. 
Claire's probably never heard of Golden Boy. If she has, she's never watched it. Uh, Golden Boy is not for children. It is. I know not, of it. It is basically. Not seen it. It is like as close. Like remember how we did the episode? I can't believe this isn't hentai. This would basically be, be damn near '90s hentai. Uh, what was it? When I was a kid, I think West Coast, uh, West Coast Video or Fye, one or the other, that was in a East, Harrisburg East Mall. The anime section, they would not sell Golden Boy in the regular anime section. You had to go to the hentai section to buy Golden Boy because it definitely was not. I miss Fye in their hentai section. Oh my god! Just <laughs> and now we just stream. We just stream all our hentai stream for free. Everything. I like having physical copies of things, though. You never know. See, here, all right. I'm going to talk about this after we get through our list. But, uh, all right, so number 19 for me is, uh, 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 the reason why Golden Boys is 20, because it was one of them, t- like, when I first, when we first got Anime Network on, like, on demand on cable for Comcast here in PA, that and Neon Genesis Evangelion was on there. And it was just so hilarious. And me and my brother, David, would always bug out, be like, study, 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 study. That was his cash phrase. It was great. I've read the manga. I need to go through and finish reading it because it goes so much further than what the anime does. K. Taro, he's that dude. Uh, number 19, Future Diary. The reason why Future Diary is on this list because when I first started watching this anime, I wasn't expecting it to go where it went. And the... Oh my god, the fuckery of this anime just kept getting cranked when it got to the last couple episodes that shit got cranked to like max and like when you get to like the last three episodes and you find out everything has been going on and what a certain individual has done to make certain shit happen you have no choice but to see be like what the fuck and then the way it ends it's kind of uh but then you go back and watch the over fixing the ending and it's like okay this is better so that's why it sits at number 19. Otherwise, it wouldn't have made the list had it not been for that OVA. Like, that's also why it makes the list, because the OVA actually made me change my mind about this anime. Number 18, one of Claire's favorite anime. The Irregular at Oh my Heist. god, how could you put this on your favorite list? Because this anime made me, like, it, it is an anime that, like, all right, when I first started watching this, I was hooked, like, always watched every episode when i first started watching this anime i was high as shit and i was too high to turn it off i enjoyed it greatly i love the opening there's not for matter of fact the regular magic high school the first opening second opening and second ending are all dope i forget what the first ending is but even that um and then when they announced an like, opening a, a good opening and ending you can listen to without watching the anime is called spotify and sorry, youtube I, Right now, just I love their regular Magic High School, and I was even more hyped when we got the um, the four, the exchange student arc. I really enjoyed that. I was like, oh, finally a new season! Like I haven't watched the um, movies, but I just enjoy that show so much. Like that's just like this guy was like a nobody. Everyone looked down on him, and he's going around fucking everybody up. My shit. Um. I feel like you root for the like overpowered underdog, shall I say? A little. <laughs> uh, number seventeen, and it's gonna shock people. Naruto. I'm gonna tell you why. So I love the main story of Naruto. All the damn fillers is what knocks this down the fucking list. All the fucking fillers. 
Those are unnecessary. Okay. Unnecessary fucking fillers. Okay, that's why it gets knocked down to the bottom of the list. Alright. Otherwise, I love Naruto. Okay, it is something I can rewatch from time to time, but not like all the time. Like if it's like, alright, either rewatch Bleach or rewatch Naruto. I'll rewatch Bleach before I'll rewatch Naruto. Even though Bleach has just as the fillers are just as bad, but like the fillers, just, they don't have as many. Well, to be fair, I guess they don't have as many episodes. If it's like an episode to fill a thing, Bleach also doesn't have as many fillers. I feel like Naruto is like half filler. Well, in addition to that, Naruto did the two-year time skip thing mm-hmm. with Naruto Shippuden. Bleach never did that. They did a thing where it's like, all right, Ichigo lost his powers, and I think like what a year had passed since the Aizen thing. That's my only complaint about Bleach. The whole full bring arc just to get Ichigo back oh his fucking god, powers. Oh my god, I hated that goddamn arc. We'll, we'll get to that. We're later. gonna pretend it doesn't exist. It exists, For, you know it. In my mind, it doesn't okay. exist. Uh, so number 16, because when I first found out about this anime, again, titties. But, as time went on, I became highly obsessed with this series. High School DxD. That is an amazing series. First off, like, I know everyone talks about Rias, and I do love Rias, but, um, Akano is bad. Akano is wifey, okay? I love Akano. That's why my Gavantula is named Akano. <laughs> I love Akano. Like, I love Rias, don't get me wrong, but Akano is bad. End of story. But I love High School DxD. I love Issei and his boost. So, do you I call it DxD or just DD? High School DxD. High school double D. <laughs> but I love it, and I really would like the last season of this anime kind of bugged me out because of the art style. But overall, I do love it. I love the whole concept of the, you know, the fights, the little matches, chess pieces, things like that. Fucking love Issei. I love the balance breaker, you know, boost armor. Like, I need to find the manga, and like, probably I just have to buy the actual manga. Just trying to find a scanlation for it. It's never like stable. My problem is reading the manga in U.S. standards. It's going to be censored, and that bothers me. I don't like censorism. I want to see the titties. Anyway, and last but not least, uh, this is a tie for number fifteen. Okay, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? And Goron Logic. They're both tied for number fifteen. I could not decide to drop one for the other, but. Yeah, they're both tied for number 15. For the simple fact of, uh, I love, uh, I absolutely love Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in the Dungeon because Belle is the shit. Love Hestia. Love that whole, I love the whole show from day one since I started watching it. Like, fucking when he fought the Minotaur with a firebolt. This shit. Goran Logan is, because it's Goran Logan. Fucking Simo. The only reason why Goran Logan falls so far on this list is because of the end. Killed him off too soon? No, 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 comment, no, not even that. The way it ended. Like, Simone hasn't been through enough shit. We took his older brother, then we take his wife? You assholes. Like, this man can't be happy for shit. He just saved the fucking universe. That's why I tell people I can never be the hero. The hero never wins in the end. Not truly. But yeah, so... 20 to 15 for me, Golden Boy, Future Diary, The Irregular Magic High School, Bruto, High School DxD. Oh, wait, those are, oh, that's five. Shit. I went over. But yeah, 20 to 16. Golden Boy, Future Diary, Regular Magic High School, Naruto, High School DxD. 
Claire, what is your 20 to 16? Uh, so for 20, I did put Holic in XXX Holic. Okay. They just don't call it Holic, apparently. Okay. What is that about? I've seen that before, but I've never actually watched it. Uh, so the anime is not as good as the manga for sure, but the anime itself was still pretty good. It only made my top list, honestly, based on, like, the plot itself didn't have too much of a plot going on in the anime versus the manga, but I love, like, Japanese lore and all that, and they tied all of that into it so much, and I'm, like, obsessed with that kind of thing. Holic is actually also why I decided to become a cook. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, it's basically about, it's, um, oh, I'm blanking on her name for some reason. I'm gonna have to look this up. Oh, let's see. <laughs> Take your time. Ooh, excuse me. Now, Claire's, uh, Claire is looking that up. Uh, she had asked me earlier about Hocus Pocus 2. Yuko, that's it. I should have known that. Yuko Ichihara, so she owns this magical shop that grants wishes. He meets a boy named Watanuki who sees spirits, and he basically wants to not see them, and so he he actually doesn't go there on purpose. He gets drawn to her shop, and his wish is, you know, but, you know, she also, you, they kind of have a little bit of Fullmetal Alchemist in there, equivalent exchange. You have to give a payment equal to the value of the service so in order to do that he becomes he an employee of her shop to work off up to his wish and then which she will grant and they go on all sorts of like adventures and he learns all about the spirit world different spirits all the customs traditions it's very fun she is like this she's known as the um was it the time space witch i believe it's a cross there's a crossover between this Subasa Chronicle as well, I believe, is okay. Like in a whole episode, even though they come through the portal, lost her memories, have to go gather the feathers, all that shit. I meant clamp. So, all right. So, what's your number nineteen? Your name. What? Said, of course. You don't like it. You told me about this, and I'm just like, this is tragic, like... It's not tragic, it's romantic. He doesn't realize, doesn't he forget about her, and doesn't remember her till the end of the movie? Yeah, but they, they, it's fate, they meet, they meet up, and they, they get together, probably. We don't see that part. Probably! Oh, probably! Oh, we do see I it love... later on, actually. So, not in this movie, but we see it in a later movie. They're in Weathering With You. It's just the movie he made after that one. This is just as bad as the Mar this is Marvel Cinematic Universe anime style. Okay. <laughs> Number 18. Ravoni Kenshin. Right? I can dig that. Ravoni Kenshin. Ravoni Kenshin is... It's one, it's... I think, well, it's very, scored very high on nostalgia. It's classic. Not too many filler. Good plot overall. Good character development. The animation style for the time was, I would say, even just at the time, it could have been better. It was average, but I not bad. I still think animation style holds up to this day. All right. Number 17. The Girl Who Leapt Through Time. Another movie. That was an amazing movie. It's also one of the first anime movies I truly watched other than anything Miyazaki. My dad was found it, and we watched it together. It was a great time. And then and... number 16, I do have Trigon. 
Why did you put Trigon at number 16? Just because the rating system, honestly. Everything else. Like, Trigon <laughs> is a great series. I've also been rewatching Trigon a little bit. And kind of similarly, like, I, it's still a great rewatch, but I want to say, like, rewatching it, a lot of the, like, other elements that I had rated, would have rated it higher for got rated just slightly lower because I was watching it, like, remembering it through that nostalgia filter. It's still a great anime. I just have others above it because they rated higher more recently. Well, that being said, we're going to go ahead and play my next track. Which will be here. I'm going to play Reborn. The opening for the second season of Yashahime. When we get back, I will give you my review on at least two or three movies, and then we'll continue on with our list. Track. <laughs> Seal once I put nails in it instead of barbed wire. All right, it would have been fun to hit someone with that, man. Oh my god. Uh, the track was reborn, which is the opening to the second season of Yashahime. Can't wait for the third season, honestly. But, um, speaking of twos, so I watched Hocus Pocus 2 last night with her, and so I watched the first Hocus Pocus, and in it, the Sanderson sisters were kind of the bad guys. 
The way this one starts out is they portray them in a way in which it makes you like, um, that's what I'm looking for. Um, you can relate to them. You understand their, you know, their, uh, what's the word? Their situation. Their, you know, the shit that they're going through. Okay. So in a sense, it paints them in a, it paints them in a picture of being like the victims, which they kind of were because they were misunderstood. And like the way it was going, like the townspeople were trying to use their religion and do all this other stuff and they rebelled against it. So they weren't bad guys. They were just three sisters who did not want to be forced to do things they didn't want to do. I feel like this is how Disney's like new thing is like they're rebranding villains with backstories that are so we can relate. Yeah, so they're, they're more sympathize. Sympathetic. Yeah. So you can yeah, so it makes you sympathize with them. And don't get me wrong, I like the movie. It was great. There was a lot of laughs in it. Good music, like, I hope. Yeah, it was good music. So, um, solidly, I give it an 8 out of 10. It's a great Halloween movie. Definitely something. It's something for, like, you can watch with all ages. Adults, young kids, teenagers. It's great. I enjoyed it. It was dope. Solid 8 out of 10. Okay. Granted, it took the movie, let's see, came, the original came out in, I think, 93. So a good damn near 29 years later. But still, a good movie. Wait, what? You said it came out in 20... No, the original one came out in 1993. 19, oh, 1993. Let, that was on, like I, 19 years ago. I believe so. Let me double check. Hold on. Because uh, they Wait, said what? it in... They said it in the movie about, um, oh, like, the last time they were seen was 1993. Yeah, 1993. That would be... Yeah, no, 29 years. That's fucking... Yeah, crazy, right? That movie came out before I was born. Man, I was, um, I think six at the time? I was negative one. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Uh, so I watched that. Um... Was it last Saturday or the... No, like two Saturdays ago, uh, we watched Barbarian. Now, when it comes to horror movies, I get it. It's kind of hard to scare people, especially now because we're adults. So most horror movies go for that sense of it, sense of anxiety. Fill you with dread. Like, you know, it, it, it makes you kind of have a mini panic attack. Okay. So they try to induce anxiety more than anything else instead of scaring you, which I get because it's hard to scare people nowadays. Uh, especially like you and me. We're, I would say we're both incredibly hard to scare. You know, I anxiety. feel like it's because we, a little part of us welcomes death. Maybe, but like... <laughs> like remember when we went to the field of screams? Oh yeah, we're just like... I yeah. Man, the main issue I had with that was I couldn't see in the dark, so I kept thinking I was going to fall down some stairs. Or something. That's yeah. scary. Falling down stairs as an adult is scary. I might break something, you know? Yeah, because the whole time, like, you were, like, had my arm in, like, a death vice. I'm like, it's okay, Claire, I got you. <laughs> I was like, I can't see anything. I ran into, like, four walls. <laughs> but, uh, so, I guess, like I said, most movies try to fill you with a sense of anxiety. Uh, Barbarian, I guess, try to, don't get me wrong. The idea and the story was unique. Well, not not really unique, but it was different. I like the way they, you know, I like the story they try to tell. Like the, you know, the way they try to go about it. Because it definitely was something that wasn't expected the way the movie began and as the movie progressed, okay? 
So I'll give you that much credit. The execution, however, is what pissed me off. And then midway through the movie, they introduce a character who originally you can't fucking stand. You hate him. He's a fuck. You're like, all right, this guy's a scumbag. Like, you know, you got all these questions about him. And then as you progress further, you find out he's more of a scumbag. And then at some point, the movie tries to get you to sympathize with this fucker. Okay? Oh, you turn around, they can be even more of a scumbag. Sounds like, like every episode of Criminal Minds. I'm like... Okay, like, honestly, me personally, when I write movies, I go based off of, is this something I could recommend to somebody to watch? Is this something I can watch again? Because there's a lot of movies I'll give it 8 out of 10 that I won't rewatch again willingly. Not because, oh, I think it was bad, but because I've seen it, it was good, it was memorable. If someone else asks me to watch it with them, I will, okay? If someone else asks me to watch Hocus Pocus 2 with them, I'll watch it, okay? Like, if the boys ask me, yeah, I'll watch it with you guys, okay? Don't ask me to watch Barbarian again. No. Now, I'm not going to give it an outright, like, one or a two. But honestly, it's a five out of ten. Simply because, again, great concept. It was a kind of unique story. But the execution fell fucking flat. I feel like that is the most disappointing feel. I had that with an anime recently. I was watching this anime. And I was like, this story and plot... Could have been phenomenal, but everything about else about it was horrible. What was the anime? Oh, I have to look. It was on my. It's recently. I literally binged the entire. It was a one season I mean, anime. I, I've had I've had that happen too, where it's like you'll watch something, it's going great, and I tell people this all the time. So there's nothing worse than getting caught up in a movie, TV show, or anime, and getting to the end. And it being absolute shit. Because I'm telling you this right now. I don't care how good a movie is. How good a TV show is. How good an anime is. I don't care how good the story is. The art design. The impact. All that stuff. A shitty ending will fuck up the entire thing. Well, so the ending was decent. But just like... So the, the writing was pretty bad. The pacing was average. Like, it just... It left a... Each episode, in its own way, was had its fun moments, and the plot kept me still interested because I wanted to see how it would end. But mm -hmm. then it was just overall, it didn't leave this like you didn't get that satisfying feeling at the end, you know. I mean, and it was called Izetta, the Last Witch. Okay, I mean some an some anime, TV shows, and movies do that where you're left with this feeling of unsatisfaction. It's but just like I really wanted to like it, but I just didn't like it i would give it a like same like a five out of ten it wasn't horrible but it didn't like the execution meet was just expectations shit. yeah the execution was poor and it was a yuri so i was so excited <laughs> i mean i know for me like all right um i think the last time i watched a movie that legitimately no all right, the last two movies that legitimately scared me as an adult one was called darkness okay however i would not suggest anyone to watch darkness has Anna Paquin in it. Not because the movie I'm watch itself it now is... just because it has Anna Paquin in it. Not because the movie itself is bad. It will... It, it is pretty scary. It's the ending! The most dumbest... Listen, I've watched plenty of movies in movie theaters. You know ending's bad when everyone in the theater at the same time go, Uh! Like, uh! Like, uh! Like, what? Uh! Like... What it was, there's... So when I was in high school, there I had a friend... 
who was super into like horror, like real horror, and he would always recommend Antichrist. Never seen it. Heard of it, but never seen it. 2009 film, uh, so the, something to um, check out. Honestly, the last other scary movie I've seen that really scared the show, Insidious. I thought Insidious was scary. The first Insidious? Listen, so here's a story, and then we'll get to our 25 list. So, uh, this is before I met Carmen. Uh, the movie that came out, it, it was on, on demand at this point, okay? Uh, my girlfriend at the time, she wanted to watch the movie. I just got off work, it was late. I was like, yeah, sure, we can watch the movie. So I put it on. She falls asleep. So I'm watching the movie by myself in the dark because that's how I watch scary movies. Okay. She's asleep. I'm kind of fucked up. I'm like, damn, this this movie was real fucked up type thing. This, that, that. All right. So I go to sleep. We wake up the next morning. She goes, I want to watch it because I fell asleep. I was like, that's fine. So we pick up where we left off. Okay. And as we're watching it, and I still have it too. I have this silver uh, replica toy shotgun. Does a little, little clicking action and whatnot. Spray paint it silver. And all that shit, okay? So, this damn thing, like, while we're watching the movie, it gets to a certain point, I forget which point, and it starts going off by itself. And we both just look at each other. And I told her, hand me the shotgun. Because, mind you, I lived next to a graveyard at the time. And I've had a couple of weird instances happen where when I first moved in, I think, like, the first two weeks, I came home the one day, and I had a stack of Xbox 360 games just, you know, sitting in the middle of my room. I go to the bathroom, I come back, the entire stack is scattered all over the room. Like, as if something just exploded and it just scattered to the, like, winds. Like, all over the room. It, it was ridiculous. So, I tell her to hand me the shotgun. And I look, and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, if I open this up and there's no batteries in this shit, I'm running. There's batteries in it. But that movie had me so fucked up in the head because of that. <laughs> so, but, um, so yeah, just, but yeah, Barbarian, five out of ten. But uh, anyway, so on to my fifteen, on to my like basically my top ten right now. Well, not my top ten, but we're about to hit my top ten. So number fifteen, as I mentioned, because I goofed, uh, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Tied with Goron Live. I explained this. Both shows are great. I can't get rid of Run without the other. So, number 14. Orin Host Club. The only reason why Orin Host Club falls so far down the list is because of the fact of... I don't know why the studio has taken so long to give us a second season. I don't understand it. We might not get a second season. And that's the thing. Like, there's other anime out there. And, like, like we just... What is this? Like, what are we doing? Well, that it is a hilarious show. I fucking love it. But, so, it's number 14. Number 13 is Summer Wars. I know Claire doesn't like this anime. But I love this fucking anime. I can rewatch Summer Wars over and over and over and it's over. It's so funny. I'll, you'll see the irony in, like, when I do mine on this, though. So, it, like, I, Summer Wars remind, and the first time I saw Summer Wars was back when, um, uh, a couple of years, Eric had just been born, I think he was like seven, eight months at this point, because it was October, and Toonami was doing this thing on Saturday nights where they would air anime movies, and that's why I, the first time I saw Neon Genesis, Evangelion, 1.1, 1. 1, You Cannot Advance, 
and then they played um, two point whatever after that. Some awards they played that. It reminded me of the time when like TV stations like uh, Toonami, Sci-Fi, stuff like that would air anime movies late night, and it gave me that nostalgia and the way the story was told and everything. Like that's why my score bunny, well my Cinder Ace is called King Cosmo because they look the same. Like just, I love Summer Wars. Plus, the guy gets a kiss from the girl at the end. What's there not to like? <laughs> so, uh, number twelve for me, Trigun. I can rewatch Trigun over and over again. Like, bash the fucking stampede, man. Granted, there are some episodes. Did of you Trigun hear they're doing I... more Trigun? Yeah, I heard about that, but I'm wondering how we're gonna do it. But like. I based on some of the footage, I think they might try and do a CGI thing. So hold your breath. I have heard that too, and I'm just like, I eh. cannot do the new CGI. The the from the pictures, it looks good. Just don't over CGI it, and we'll be okay. I mean, but you know how. I don't know why we're doing. I mean, I get it. I guess maybe it's easier. Is program. it easier? I feel like CGI is. It's own type of, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. So I know more about CGI than I know about like traditional animation. It just doesn't look good in anime though. It doesn't. It only looks good for specific action sequences for the transition, like in Demon Slayer when they did it, but you can't use it for all of it. It doesn't work. Ghost in the Shell, the new one is a no. <laughs> I mean, again, like I said, I think it's the thing of I think you gotta take into account, like, I guess drawing might take longer than but CGI, CG. like all CGI anime looks so bad. So bad. All right. I'm fine with some CGI, just not all CGI. Uh, uh yeah, so Trigun, it falls to number twelve because I won't rewatch every episode, but I have no problem watching Trigun over and over again. Like, I'll skip some episodes, but, like, I don't like every episode of Trigun, so I'll skip over certain ones. Um, and number 11 for me, Afro Samurai. And that includes Afro Samurai and Afro Samurai Resurrection. Okay? Soundtrack. Art style. Story. Like, it's, it, it is just... Oh, man, like... Granted, I want more Afro Samurai, but at the same time, I will be perfectly fine with just Afro Samurai, Afro Samurai Resurrection. Have you seen that newer-ish one? It's not Afro Samurai in any way, but it's, um, well, I think it's called Yusuke. Oh, yeah. Yasuke, the, um. Yasuke. Yeah, I've seen that. I love that, too. It just, not making this list. <laughs> so, but yeah, definitely, I, so, like I said, um. Uh, 15. Is it wrong to pick up girls in the dungeon? Tied before and login. 14. Orange Host Club. 13. Summer Wars. 12. Trigun. 11. Afro Samurai. Claire, what is your. 6. Was I think it's what? 15 through 11? Two. Yes. Uh, so for 15, I put Bell. I agree. <laughs> uh, for 14, I did put Licorice Recoil. Which is that new one I was telling you about? Yeah. Oh, you're frozen. Okay. Better? So I can crazy. still hear you. 
I can, I, I, I can still hear you. There's a little bit of a delay. But yeah, you okay. could just recoil. I it came out literally just this summer. Highly mm -hmm. recommend. It is it's the kind of anime where so far there's only one season. They could they left it where there could easily be a second season, but it isn't a necessary requirement for the plot. They did one of those like kind of open close endings where it could go either way, but every single episode was a banger. The opening and closing are amazing. It has the best waifu of the year. Everything about it. They have a panty episode. That's an episode title. Oh my, oh my god, this, it just made my heart feel good, bad, good again, bad again, good again. So many, so many feelings. I binged it all in like literally one day, which is actually not that much because it's only six hours because there's like 12 episodes. But, okay. oh my god. I mean, still, it's a binge. So. Yeah, I... and I did it like on a work night when I shouldn't have stayed up that late, but I had to finish it. <laughs> Like, I've been doing the same thing lately. I can't even front because, like, my new job, I don't have to be into eight. So it's like I get up at 730. I'm like, all right, I'm good. I just need a monster. All right. Uh, number 13. Number 13, I put Wolf's Rain. Wolf's Rain will always hold a special place in my heart. I want to say I overall, though, so I do love the animation style for at the time. That animation style mm -hmm. looks amazing. Uh, the plot, characters, all of it, great. For me, it also does high, hold a high nostalgia factor. I was originally introduced this to one of my first female crushes. It was right. time. I mean, I like Wolf's Reign, and the reason why it didn't make my list is for the simple fact of, while it is a good anime, certain things about it kind of bother me. Like, the transition between human and wolf, it's just like a blink. Suddenly you're to a be wolf. fair, like, Suddenly they probably did that because the animation style at the time, it was harder to do back then, like, seamlessly in that way. I mean, it was a good story. It's just at the same time, I'm just like, and then when you get to the end, we got wolves fighting guys in armored power suits. And we're expecting the wolves to fucking win. Like, <sighs> anyway. Uh... <laughs> you know, I don't like an easy ending. Number 12. I put Demon Slayer. Okay. Demon Slayer is overall a great anime, including Mugen Train and season two in this, like just all of it. Just the entire series. Just the entire series. Highly rewatchable. Love the animation style. They do use CGI, but in a minimal way where it looks good and just helps with the transition of battle scenes. It is... It does have its faults. I won't say it's a perfect anime, but overall, I say it's a highly solid anime that everyone. I mean, it's it's not much to say this, but it did win the most awards at the Crunchyroll Awards at the beginning of the year. I mean, hey, again, it's your list, so yeah. And, and for eleven, I did put Your Lie in April. This anime was, in my opinion, one of the more perfect anime is just because it was a simple one season anime. They knew what they were doing. They went, they did it. They made everyone cry and that was their goal. I'm surprised this wasn't in your top 10. See, this was a high, it was a really hard choice for everything. There's so Man, many you, choices. I know you, you have rewatched this thing so many times. You've tried to get me to watch it. There you is try to, so you try many to have to watch choices. It. 
My number one will surprise you and slash won't surprise you. Based on my other numbers, it will also surprise you. Look, you've had me, you try to have me watch this thing <laughs> in my own house. You it is in it. its own essence. It's the way it's like it's Asian perfect, you know, so it's flawed, but they fix it with that with gold. So it's like imperfect, but with gold. Asian perfect. There's an episode <laughs> But yeah, it's like you try to have me watch this thing here. You try to have me watch it last year before we went to Mag. You try to have me watch it while we were at Mag last year. Yeah, like, and it was this. a good anime. Just give up the ghost. I'm not watching this shit. And then the fact that there's a live action movie of this shit. Yeah, there is. Why? <laughs> Why does someone want their heart to be broken? Oh, God. Hey, all right. We're going to move on to, uh, I forget whose turn it is. It's your next track. It is my next track. My next track is going to be Brave Shine by Ame. And that is the second season opening to Fate Stay Nights Unlimited Blade work. The uh, 20, I want to say 2018, 20, 20, uh, wait, no, still isn't. 2014, 2015 um, version of Fate Stay Night. So here's a track.
season of Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works, the 2015 uh, reboot. Oh. Huh. Alright, sorry. Once again, me watching wrestling. Um, but anyway, so, alright, another movie I watched during, uh, I watched this last night with her. We watched Samaritan. That's on Amazon. It's a superhero movie with Sylvester Stallone in it. I was pleasantly surprised. Like I was, I, it's pretty good. Like I give it a solid eight out of ten. I give it a solid eight out of ten, only because there are certain things that weren't explained. But there was things that they they explained it. Like they give you the origin story at the beginning of the movie. They don't really explain certain things, but like they explain other things to the point where like okay, I can understand how this is happening, what's going on with this, so on and so forth. So. Definitely a good watch. Eight out of ten. If anyone likes superhero movies, if anyone likes superhero movies, I definitely suggest Samaritan. Uh, again, a shock of it, pleasantly surprised of a movie. I was even more shocked she suggested it because normally she doesn't like science fiction shit or superhero movies or things like that. So when she suggested watching it, it's because this is something that's been on my watch list. I was like, fuck yeah, we can watch this. It's like tonight I'm gonna watch. Um, Deepest Creepers Reborn. Also, uh, I watched the first episode of Chainsaw Man today. <laughs> it it is good, but it's also very sad. I mean, to be fair, if you read the manga, you knew that was coming. I never read the manga, oh. so my heart was broken. Oh, it was so sad. To be fair, we still have power, so yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna say that's the name of the girl power. Because they, look, when they did the opening, they just showed her in a bikini and said, power. Oh. <laughs> no, yeah, no, power. Um, oh, the girl showed up the at year. the end? What? And she's like, you know, I will treat you, I will treat you like a human. The pink hair girl? Yeah. I think so. Or, I, I gotta reach. Either way, I'm loving it so far, but yeah. still. Also, read the, the, read the manga while you're watching it, too. Just I'm going the, to read the manga once the uh, season's over. done. Because yeah. that's, I always do that. Demon Slayer. Gleitner things but like yo it was so sad I was like so if we're at mag and I find a stuffed pochita I'm buying it 
like I'm gonna buy it and give it to one of my kids. Like look, that is definitely a question. Is like, it, what is Mag's merch gonna look like in the next like in January? Because like Chainsaw Man is fucking huge now. Kind of like Jujutsu Kaisen and Bleach was, or not Bleach, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen and Demon Slayer was when we last went this last. Yo, January. the amount of the amount of Bleach shit that's gonna be there this year is ridiculous. Hopefully. I mean, I saw so much Jujutsu Kaisen and Demon Slayer last year. It was like 50% of the shit there, man. Oh, yeah, because last year I got, um, because remember, I was dating those two girls. I got the one, the Shinobu stuffed off. Oh, Shinobu. And, and I got Sojo. the other one, the Gojo. And the weird thing was, I didn't know this, the Gojo, the, um, the thing actually comes up and reveals his eyes. I didn't know or it did that. She found it out. I was like, oh. Okay. I'm so mad. When are we getting season two of Jujutsu Kaisen? I'd have to look that up. I don't think there's anything fully released yet. Since Zero came out, at least. I'm Zero's mad great. that... Uh, yeah, I'm mad that um, I have to wait till next year for the next... For the second part of Season 5 of this, as long to pick up Girls in the Dungeon. Because it ended on a cliffhanger. I was like, yo, don't tell me I gotta wait another year and a half for the next season. Oh no, this comes out in January, so... It, I don't know. Again, we talked about this before. I hate when anime does that, where they split... Like, TV shows and anime do that, but they have their winter break and then they come back and it's like why do you do this just run it straight through straight through for me it depends on how long the season ends up being overall because uh-huh. I, I don't know if this was like it's just in my mind did tv seasons other than the first season which is obviously always shorter for financial reasons uh-huh. did they used to be shorter because i swear like a lot of the regular tv shows i watch like non-anime that have that like like season mid break end up being like really long for regular TV shows at least like like some like twenty odd more, episodes. You know, I feel like I'm they used to be shorter. I'm gonna say this and then we'll get to our list. Um, I think what it does, what it is, is because you'll have your pilot and then you have your first season, and then depending on how the first season goes, most of these, most of these, like the people. I that guess it has to do with TV budget. Shows, yeah, they don't know if they're going to get picked up or not. So they might have a bevy of ideas like, okay, like, by the way, I got my uh, Warhammer 40k Magic the Gathering deck. Oh my god, did you it. hear Final Fantasies coming to Magic? We're going to talk about that, because there's a couple other things coming to Magic. But anyway, so, uh, so like, imagine, like, this box with these cards in it. Like, inside, each card in here is a story idea to progress the main story, Okay. So you might have someone like, all right, I wrote this show. This is how like the next couple of seasons to go. So they just keep, they sit on those stories. And then it's like, oh, okay, well, you guys got picked up for a sex season. Well, fuck. Now we got to go about figuring out how to do this. We got cast for this new character. We have to write this character off. We have to worry about contracts, shit like that. You know, so that's probably why it takes long for certain shows to come back for next season, because it all depends on whether or not the ratings are good enough that they'll pick it up. I mean, Case in point, Nintendo has obviously proven they have no problem. Nintendo and DC have both proven, or was it Warner Brothers? I forget which one. Warner Brothers or DC. They've both proven they have no problem scrapping a whole fucking thing that's already been sort of aired. That would be the Legend both. of Zelda that would live be both action. Of those two. And the Batwoman movie. There was a Batwoman movie? Oh my god, you have Alright, so when we after we Is it do based this, on the TV series? After we do this. And we play our next song while we're on a break. I want you to look up the Batwoman movie and look at the fuckery of this shit. But anyway, uh, so we're nearing our top ten. So for me, these are my ten to five. Oh, ten to ten to six. 
Number 10, Helsing Ultimate. I can honestly watch Helsing Ultimate all the time. I can go to sleep to it. I can just watch it just to watch it. If I, I need forget, did I make you watch, or have you seen Helsing a bridge? Yeah, you had me watch a bridge last, uh, when I came down a while back. Did you finish but, um, all of it? Not yet. My it's, favorite, it's hilarious. My favorite line is like, God, why am I so horny? But, um, it's just, I love Helsing. I love, like, it's it just the overall of it. I think one of my favorite scenes is when, um, Ferris goes into the ship with, um, what's her name? The, uh, the leader of Helsing. Um, Integra. Integra. They go into the, um, ship after Alucard has gone to sleep. And fucking, she's fighting the werewolf guy. Like, that's always one of that, and when she picks up the big-ass fucking howitzer cannon to shoot at the fucking commander of the fucking, like, vampire, yo, vampire fucking Nazis. My fucking God. And then the way the Vatican was and all, Alex, like, the entire... Alexander Anderson was such a great, like... Um, I wouldn't. I guess I wouldn't. I wouldn't even call him an antagonist. No, he's. He, he was just a great um. Uh, he's, he's adversary. Like, yeah, yeah. He was like great... he ended up not being like the bad guy. He was just a bad guy at the time, and then he was just like a rival. But like he was like he's like Gary Oak, I guess that way. Look, my thing is this: Alexander just he was he was that he, guy goes with what he believes whether it's right or wrong good or bad he's like he is on the side of god <laughs> yeah, and he was like all about the orphans like he was a good guy so he was a priest he was all about oh. the little boys oh god not <laughs> that way <Jesus. laughs> um number nine so this was a little hard i had to kick one off I'd have kicked 190s anime movie off for an 80s slash 90s anime. So originally, the number nine was Akira. I thought about it. Oh, like, you know what? God, I forgot about Akira. As much as I like Akira, this is the North Star. You know they're making a Switch fitness boxing fist of the North Star game. And I will buy it! <laughs> oh, so... So with this and North Star, it's like, alright, so when I was like, this was like, uh, I was like 14, yeah, I was 13 going on 14, the first time I saw this and North Star, okay? And it used to come on, so you had, uh, most people know what Cinemax is. <laughs> no, no, it was Showtime. So, Showtime. They still have Showtime. Showtime's still around? Okay. Yeah, Showtime's so still Showtime, around. Alright, so when, like, so, like, HBO has, like, HBO Max, HBO Max East, HBO Family, HBO Zone, yada, yada, yada. Showtime had a channel called Showtime Beyond, where they would show really weird, obscure movies, also science fiction clips. Uh, it's the first time me and my brother saw the movie Existence. And, you know, uh, in addition to that, it would play Fist of the North Star late at night. And me and my brother Dave would stay up late to watch Fist of the Motherfucking North Star. Like, I still need to finish this series, but Fist of the North Star to me is iconic. I love the Fist of the North Star games. Every year at MAG, I find the Fist of the North Star Punch Max game. And I sit there and I go fucking ham. Okay, if, like this, if there was one guilty pleasure I could buy whenever I get a house, 
and it doesn't matter. I have the money for it. It's not going to run me a lot of money, maintenance, all that shit. I would definitely buy the Fist of the North Star um, Fighting Max game because hit the fucking punch. Oh man, I love that game so much, and I love Fist of the North Star. So. Number eight, and this is a new one. Overlord. I am fucking obsessed with Overlord. Like, Albedo is wifey. Fucking Ein's Al Ghul is the man. Like, this show, like, I know a lot of people like, oh, Power Fantasy trash, but there is shit that he does. It's just like, yo, like, come on, man. The only reason I watched it is for Albedo. Although, I will say this. You know what's weird? I saw an Albedo body pillow last year, and I was thinking about getting it for you. I didn't even know if you watched Overlord. I have seen um, Overlord, yes. Just for the reason of the titties. Albedo. Uh, although it's weird because, like, there's a part of me that's hoping that somewhere, like, in because I guess the anime is ending its final season. Uh, well, is about to enter its final season. There, There's a part of me that's hoping that his friends that used to play the game with him, he actually finds them in the world, or at least finds one of them. Or, you know, he at least finds love because the fact that Albedo just wants to literally jump his bones, figuratively and literally, just... Oh, man. But I love Overlord. I love it. Uh, I wish they would come off with, like, an Overlord Warriors game. I, I feel like that'd be a, I, I feel like that's the only way you could do an Overlord video game. I don't like Warriors um, games. I love them. I only right. play them if they are like sequels or prequels pertaining to games I've already played that weren't Warriors games. Yeah, they had a Neon Genesis Warriors game. I'd have to play it, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I know you. I, I know what you like. <laughs> um, number seven is an anime that this could have went on the um, this could have easily went on the anime that needs another season list. Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash. I loved this anime from the moment it began, and I was sad when it ended because it could have went so many more places. The main, the main protagonist, his teacher is so fine, and she is so flexible. Like, oh god, like it's an isekai. It's just, oh, this it deserved more. It really deserved more. It was great. It wasn't like it. You have to watch it. Like, if any of you's out there, I suggest Grimgar Fantasy and Ash. Okay, I'll put it in the suggestions. But like, yeah, if there ever is a season two, I'm on it like hotcakes. And number six for me is the Gundam series. This includes the original Gundam, Gundam Wing, G Gundam, Gundam Seed, uh, Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans, the current um, Gundam Thunderbolt, Gundam the Mer- the Witch of Mercury, which is dope. So, although I'm not liking the, I'm not liking the theme song, and I hate the new theme song for My Hero Academia's opening. I fucking hate it. How the fuck we go from bangers like fucking um, Blue and Cow? Is it worse than Merry-Go-Round? They're tied. Merry-Go-Round, I, I was, you know my, and I love Man on a Mission. I think that's why Merry-Go-Round was so terrible for me because I love Man on a Mission. I'm like, how did this fucking happen? <laughs> So, I still yeah, have to so, watch it. It's on my list. Helsing Ultimate, Fist of North Star, Overlord, Grimgar, Fancy Nash, and the Gundam series. Clara, what is your 10 to 6? Uh, so for 10, I 
have Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. Just good overall anime, even though it's only had one season and a movie. Everything about it has been phenomenal. Number nine is Princess Mononoke. By, uh, oh my god, I forgot Princess Mononoke. I love Princess Mononoke. I'm gonna I get go, like a, definitely going to get a Princess Mononoke tattoo soon. Oh, I go to sleep to that. I sometimes when Mononoke. I can't sleep. It's just so well done, everything about it. Yes, soundtrack, everything. I love the uh like he does all the music for all miyazaki films it's um joe hisaishi oh my god everything he does is amazing uh number eight is samurai champloo seven uh violet evergarden i'm you know i love violet evergarden no i'm shocked it's so like i mean it's in your top 10 but i'm yeah top 10 I thought it would be like in your top five. I did the rating system and oh it, it ends up at seven. I am genuinely shocked. Six is another Miyazaki one. It is Howl's Moving Castle. As you know, I already do have a Howl's Moving Castle tattoo. Howl's Moving Castle is a great anime. Based, it's based on a children's book, which is very different than the movie. I do prefer the movie. I will say this about the movie. like. The way it's portrayed of how, um, like how he's traveling back and forth between the future and the past. Well, he doesn't I travel mean, back between the future and the present. The he doesn't future travel the from the future. He travels between like um, places in the current timeline. But then there is a time travel element where she accidentally goes through a door that sends her to the past, and that's like the fun part of it. Is like it's. When she goes to the past, she sees a young Howl, and she sees how to save him because he gave his heart to a demon. Mm -hmm. And it's she's like, "Come find me in the future." And that's like way at the end of the movie. In the beginning, we don't we don't understand it at the time, but he's like, "I've been looking everywhere for you, darling," and it's like full circle. I mean, it's definitely. I remember the first time I watched it, I was, I was like, "Holy, holy fuck, that's Christian Bale." That is, that is also, yeah, in the English I, version, I, that is Batman. I've gone this long without seeing this fucking movie. What? That's like, I love um, Castle in the Sky. That's also another movie. Castle in the Sky is great. That one is, uh, I don't know the guy, but it is Anna Paquin with the female voice in the English version. What? Hold on. So now I gotta see. Hold on. Like, uh, all right. Hold on. All of Miyazaki's films have I know, it has, a um, huge like, A-lister yeah. in them so Mononoke was Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, all right, hold on, let's see. Um, the castle, holy shit, Nazca the Valley of the Wind had Shia LaBeouf and yo. um, yo. Uma Thurman. Yo, I'm looking at this. House of Castles, Billy Crystal, and uh, Emily Mortimer, and Christian Bale. Okay, are you ready? And for Josh Hutchinson. I'm gonna say, all right, so you already said Anna Paquin. Yes. Mark Hamill is the voice of Colin. Oh yeah, Oscar. he's the bad guy. I forgot. Yeah, that. Jeff Winkless. Okay. Yep. Guess who did the voice of the main? Uh, hold on. English dubbing. All right, Pazu. All right, James Vanderbeek. Oh yeah, no, I do remember hearing that at some point. Holy shit! Fucking Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Fuck out of here. This is like, you know, these are movies were like before their big debuts, I'm pretty sure. Like, 
most of the older Miyazaki films were from the earlier 90s, like before their big breaks in the later 90s. So I'm going to play my next track, and then we're going to do our top five, and then I want to go through and see who all else has been in these... In these um... so, my next track is going to be from, oddly enough, an anime movie. Uh, this is Inferno from Promare.
that was Inferno from the movie Pro Mare, which is made by the same studio that did Goron Lagan. Um, I still need to watch that guy, the guy that did Bleach, um, Taite Kubo, is that his name? I need to watch that movie Burn the Witch. Oh, yeah, no, so it's actually not a movie necessarily, so it's the length of a movie, but it's an anime that's only three episodes, so it's like a mini-series. Okay. They are going to be doing a season two. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, I need to watch this. It is really good. It's just like very well done. I mean, what do you expect from the creators of Bleach? But like, but um, it's creative. Well, it's fun. The animation is good. All of it. Our top five. So we already know about Princess Mononoke, Castle in the Sky, um, Nausicaa of the Valley of Wind. Okay. Let's see. Voice cast. All right. Or do is it, is it Allison Loman? Allison Loman. Loman. Um, where do I know her from? She oh was in gosh. Drag Me to Hell. Alright, so she's the main. Alright, she's. Oh, okay. Child above. Um, Uma, Uma Thurman. Thurman. Chris Sarandon? Oh, he's from. Oh, he played the detective in. Oh, he did the voice of Jack Skeleton in Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, oh, the old guy from Mayans is in this movie. Okay, that plays a dad. Alright. Alright, so that's that. Uh... Do you know about the Totoro revoicing? Alright, so we're looking at Studio Ghibli. My name is Totoro. There is a Disney voice casting, and then there's an original voice casting. Yeah, that's why I was... When you bought the DVD, you would get... Yeah. Yeah, I see One that right other. here. Like you, they have two. They have the English from eighty nine to ninety three. They have the Disney one from two thousand five. So two thousand five. All right, so ninety three, eighty nine to ninety three for my neighbor twelve Uh, the ten year, the oldest sister was Lisa. Best advice: That's just listening? watch it in Japanese. Cheryl Chase, the Fanning sisters are horrible. Wow, they had the Tim Daly, Lisa Song, Frank Welker, Paul Butcher, Pat Carroll, Frank Welker. Okay. Uh, I put that on once for the boys. They watched it, and that was just about it. Uh, let's see. What's after? Came out of my neighbor told me. Uh, I don't love. Oh god, I don't, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to look at it. Grave what are you of looking the at? Grave of the Fireflies. Oh, I love Grave of the Fireflies. I will never watch this ever. I've seen this movie like twenty times. I will never watch it. Like, I think got that heartbreak to do. My heart can no longer be broken. I know how it ends. Alright, Kiki's Delivery Service. I love that movie. Uh, why is it? Wait, no. Fun soundtrack. Oh, Can't is. see you again. What the fuck's going on? Oh my god, there's a live action Kiki's Delivery Service? Haven't seen it. 2014. All right, so, oh my God. Yo, Kirsten Dunst did the voice of Kiki for the Disney version. Phil Hartman, Tress McNeil, Matthew. He's very attractive. Like, you know, there's like some really, like they're not A-list, but they're like well-known people. Kirsten Dunst is, was A-list at one point. I'm saying like when they did this, Oh my god. Oh, Porco yeah, no, they Rosso. weren't able to that All time. Alright, so Porco Rosso, I've never seen it. 
I love um, Park. No, you would actually might like Park. Parker Ross is a good movie. He's voiced by Michael Keaton. <laughs> Parker Rosso is an actually like you would not expect this, probably just based on the poster, but that movie is phenomenal. Let's see. Uh, just there, there's a lot of stuff here. Like, geez. anyway, so yeah, just I mean, look, they did good voice acting. What the fuck is going on with this camera? Acting the way this is. All right, and I'm back. Uh, is it because is your camera built into your laptop? No, I had to buy a separate camera, the webcam. Alright, so, Lions and Claire's top five. Now, mind you, this list can always change. Like, we could come back to this next list next year, and it might be completely different. Or it could be the same, just with a couple of additions and drops. You know, there's so much anime, one cannot, like, there might be someone out there that might, their number one anime might be Escaflona. I've never seen it, but, like, you get my point. Like, I mean, so, I'm not, I would say Escaflona. I watched the movie when I was younger. My dad was into it. I that's liked like, it at the time. I have not seen it since before I was like, was that's like, like right, case in point. I left the, um, Ron- when I was a kid, I, I loved Edeka 7 the most. Look, I left Ronnie Kenshin and Ronin Warriors off this shit. And I love Ronin Warriors. Love it. But it's not on this list. So, again. So, my top five mainly had to do, the way I rated my top five came down to a few things. One, is this something I can rewatch from beginning to end, no problem, no questions asked, every episode without skipping an episode? Yes. Two, is this something that after the first time I watched it, I wanted to rewatch it again, or I'd rewatch an episode over again? Yes. Three. Is this something where, like, I never grow tired and whenever there's something new about it, I have to clamor to see what's up with it? Yes. Four. Is this something that, like, when I watched it, when I wasn't able to, like, get past, like, after I got past the first season, did I go read the manga of this as well? Also, yes. Five. Did this have a major impact on my life in terms of, like, high purview or how how I judge or view things, like my taste? Did it change my overall taste. So yes, like a lot of factors and also of course nostalgia factors. When I think about like when I watch this, does it transport me back to that time? Give me good all the good feels, the dopamine. So number five, Cowboy Bebop. There is not one bad episode of this show. Not one. At all. I dare somebody to find an episode of Cowboy Bebop and tell me what they hate about it. Because even the episode where you had Jet going to meet up with his estranged adoptive daughter, that episode, that was good. Find an episode of Cowboy Bebop you don't like of the original anime, not the fucking live action show, which we haven't watched yet. And I guarantee I will like, no, no, you're wrong. You're wrong about this. And the movie they had, uh, what the fuck was the movie? Cowboy Bebop the movie, but it was called something. I forget what it was called, but I love that movie. That is where it's like, I was just talking to Griffin about this, and I'm like, I'm all for quality. 
but in the movie it clearly states Ed is a girl. Yes. Ed's a girl. We've known this for a Don't while. Don't fuck this up in the live action. Yo, wait. They, they, they stated in the first episode that Ed premieres. Because they're having this whole conversation where Spike's like to Jet. He's like, you know, there's things that I hate. So please tell me how we wound up with a dog, a woman, and a kid on the ship. And then you hear Faye go, wait a minute. You're a girl. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. But yeah, Ed states it also clearly in the movie when there was this trick-or-treating up uh, scene. Mm-hmm. He's about to be taken advantage of by a pedophile, and Ed's like, Ed is not a little boy, Ed is a little girl. Um, They've heard from pedophilia. I think, what is my favorite episode? Um, I forget what it's called, but the episode where there's like this... They're on the ship, and they're all getting like attacked. Your voice did that thing. I did hear the mic dropped. Yeah, what is up with that? Can you hear me now? Mm-hmm. Did it drop again or? Yeah, it was going down, but it just it dropped before it did drop. Okay, so I gotta figure out what's going on. But anyway, um, the episode where like they were on the ship and everyone was getting attacked by something and getting knocked out and like they had these weird marks on them, and Spike remembered something about he had went and got a um. He had went and like some kind of like seafood he left inside the fridge that went bad, and he went on it like it remind it was reminiscent of the movie Alien, the way he went about dealing with this thing. <laughs> it was such a great episode. So, uh, that's like that's my favorite episode of that show of all time. Like, because it's so different and obscure, and it it pays homage to Alien. Number four is Demon Slayer. And the reason why this shot up the ranks is because of this. So, as I'm watching Demon, as I watched the first season of Demon Slayer, because I saw everyone talk about Demon Slayer, De- I'm like, God, like, I'm so tired of everyone talking about this. Let me finally watch this. And I binge watched the entire first season in a day. And after that, I remember calling you and be like, listen, I need to read the manga. I'm going to do it. And I started reading the manga, and I was hooked. I was enthralled. And the thing I love about Demon Slayer is it does three things perfectly. One, it gives you a story that's kind of clean cut precise. It's not too complicated, okay? You have the good guys, you have the bad guys, there's demons, okay? Two, the good guys are never overpowered. They're never they never have the upper hand. They're always, the they, they're always fighting. Behind, they're always fighting behind the eight ball. Always, like they're always, like they're always behind the eight ball. Like there's no, there's no like, oh, Tandro achieved a new level, and and he's still ten steps behind Demon. Yeah, yeah. Even, no, I like that about it too. It's he's he, a, it's even a, the Hashiras. It's like it's, you have, it, it's like you are curious as to who is going to die unless you know the manga yeah like even the hashiras they're not even they're like they're the hashiras but they're not even like when it comes to fighting the upper moons like regular demons they do it but the yeah. upper moons oh, yeah, even no. they are getting their asses beat like this isn't like this show isn't just like oh there's literally at one point three fuckers I fighting think we one agree guy on this. three fuckers fighting one guy and they're all still in their asses single-handedly. Like, there are four them. fuckers fighting that one, two guys. Like, 
it, it, the show never gives you that sense, like, where, whereas with, like, Dragon Ball or One Piece or this, where, like, all right, I can, like, they do the thing where, they always do this thing in Shonen, where, like, the main good guys get a little power bump. They come up against an opponent once they get their new powers, and it's kind of a cakewalk for them, because they, expl- they ex- you know, they, uh, they display their new powers. They and then, like, the, yeah. And then the next opponent after that is a bit more of a challenge, so they got to gain new powers. It's never this way in Demon Slayer. It's like, all right, we get new breathing techniques. We're still getting foot in ass. Because after every fucking battle, these fuckers take months to heal. This isn't like, oh, we healed up and three weeks later, we back in it. No, these fuckers are out for months healing the fuck up and training. Like, it is not like, and I think the way they did it with the whole breathing techniques and shit like that makes sense to me. It's not like, oh, we got supernatural powers i mean it's sort of supernatural apparently breathing kind of is so like i apparently so my mother is super into ayurveda ancient indian medicine apparently we're all breathing wrong yeah but that like case in point so boxers for instance they're taught how to breathe you know how i breathe is i wheeze because i'm an asthmatic fucking smoker so athlete like people that are athletes boxers people that work out they have to learn a certain way to breathe breathing techniques. Martial artists too. Punch in the goddamn gut. Yeah. So the whole breathing thing, I think it's a nice little take on it. You know, like the you know, the elemental shit is great too. But again, this is a thing where it's like you're all they're always behind the eight ball. There's no upper hand. They don't ever get the upper hand. When they think they got the upper hand, shit gets real. Uh like fucking what was it? The end of fucking entertainment district. They killed the guy. They thought this shit's over. He blew away the entire fucking entertainment district while he was dead. Like, they literally were on their last limb just to cut off. It took two of them per demon to cut off their head after all of them were like damn near near death. <laughs> like, everyone's like on death's door pulling shit out the their ass. The one that we also could truly appreciate from the entertainment district arc is the fact that they did take that manga scene where Nezuko is carrying Tanjiro as like a mini me. Yeah. <laughs> that and um the third thing I really love, and My Hero Academia does this too. It it does this thing where, and I like when shows do this. Shows, TV, anime, with any medium, medium does this, where it gives you a bad guy, and you wind up despising this motherfucker. You hate them. You're like, I can't wait till you get yours. And then. They reveal the backstory of said person. And you're like, oh my god. That's so hard. Why? No! Like, like, what? Like, when you find out about the guy that killed... And we're, look, we've already discussed this. Okay, the guy that kill, kills our favorite boy. When you find out his backstory, my heart broke. I'm like, oh my god. You're not even a bad person. You just... Fuck, that is so fucked. Why? Why are y'all doing this? I'm supposed to hate this man. I want him to die the hardest of deaths. And now I'm just like, wait, 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 hold on. Do do we have to kill him? I feel like that is the thing I look for in most anime as well. It's like, you don't, you see it, did not see it in past shonen as much as you see it in current shonen. You see this all the time in shoujo though. It's they humanize the villain to make you feel all sorts of conflicting shit. But well, that's like I was saying about um, Hocus Pocus 2. Like, they made you, you know, sympathize with the, si- the, with the Sanderson. Sanderson sisters. 
And like when they presented it, I'm like, you know what? That makes more sense than how the like. I mean, regardless what you say. I will like. I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion or not, but I don't know if you saw the newest like Disney's Maleficent. I haven't watched it yet. I've never been. I liked it. I like how they're doing this like villain backstory thing. It's fun. I know a lot of people like it. Like, I know a good people love that. That's the reason I'm always like DC a lot is. I love villains stories, and they always did that so well. All right, so number two for me, I mean number three. I, oh, number three is Bleach. Say what you say, say what you want about the filler episodes. Say what you want, but and the thing is, I can rewatch Bleach. I usually skip over the filler episodes, other than the um. Arc where the Zanpak toes all gain sentience. That is around. technically it's like own mini arc. I feel like like yeah. they did that, but it was like it was a lot of episodes, man. I, I, I don't like the bounce arc. I don't like that arc, but um, like Bleach represented so many different things. Like fucking, you know, it, it's like it went from levels. So like you start off with all right, we got Hollows, and then you introduce Ushida, who's a Quincy. And then here comes the Soul Society. They mean Ishida? And then, yeah, Uryu. Uryu Ishida. Yeah. And then here comes the Soul Society. And then we learn about, like, the swords having names and Bankai and things like that. And then we learn about um, Aaron Cars. And, like, I love how, like, every time Ichigo, like, granted, he always gets that power level boost and whatnot, but I love how every time Ichigo gets to a point where he has to get that power level boost, he literally gets his fucking ass thoroughly kicked. It's not like even, oh, he's barely survived. No, this man, Bakia, almost killed Bakia basically killed him. That man was dead to rights for all intents and purposes. Uh, fucking Grimjo beat him like a fuck. He treated him like he was Mr. Sandbag from I Smash Bros. I feel like it is a little less exciting for me because, like, even though, like, I'm probably because of more than one guy, like, we know what's going to happen in the end. For me, the reason I watch Bleach is any battle that doesn't involve Ichigo. I mean, I like all the battles. Like, Chad's battle. All the battles. I, I can't think of one battle in Bleach from the main from the main story, not the bounce arc or the filler arcs. That I'm like, this was an ass battle. Even the battle with um, Mario and, um, I forget, Sazazla, one of the Aaron cars. Mayori. And oh my god, see, that was a weird one. So I, but even that, I both did and didn't like that one because it was just so. But it, here's the thing not a battle, they, but also battle. Like, there's but, the but the way they did the battle was based around his character, they stuck to his character. That they didn't force him to fight a battle of brawn. It's a battle like, look, we're scientists, we're gonna fight as scientists fight. And I thought that was dope the way they did that. Because he proved like Is that you look at I him, like Yaki is the best. Because you look at him and you think like, alright, this guy, like, he's just a scientist. Is he really that strong? And then in that battle, he proves like he's really like he that dude. Like, don't fuck with him. He will fuck you up. Okay. But yeah, Ichigo, he gets his ass beat. I mean thoroughly beat. Where he has to get a power level. The only time I still think he OP is shit. Like they could have done look, that a little better. He, like the only reason why he's slightly OP is because of how they do it. But like, all right, case in point, Grimjo beat that ass. Okay, he had to go get a whole power level and all this shit. 
and finally go learn how to become a wizard to go fight Grim Joe. Okay, then he does that, and then here comes Alkiro, and Alkiro literally punched a hole in this man's chest. Okay, and the only reason why Alkiro even lost is the same why Biakio lost is because of Ichigo's hollow side, or in this case, the vast Lorde side. Had it not been for that shit, Ichigo was dead to fuck. That is true. Like, I'll give you that specific battle. Every other battle, it's like obviously he loses. Oh, he has a new technique. Let's use that new technique. I feel, I like all the other battles. Look, like, there's like look, other look, battle. look, there's losing, and there's thoroughly getting your ass beat, and Ichigo thoroughly gets his ass beat. Like, all right, the final fight, him versus Aizen. Okay, like think about this. This shit, literally. You have the Aaron Carr shit, and you have everyone getting their ass beat by Aizen, which within itself was a fucking season. I guess to be fair, like, so no, that was a good battle, but in my opinion, like, all the Bleach fights, as much as I love Bleach as an anime, it is in my top 25, it is predictable, if nothing else. Like, I, see, that's the thing, like, versus Demon Slayer versus Bleach fights. But here's you, the thing. You know though, who will win, but you don't know how it will happen. With Bleach, well, so in, in that case... Guess exactly how it's gonna happen it, it's the same uh, every time not not really because in that case it's like professional wrestling you can kind of guess who's gonna win and you kind of think all right this is and then they do a complete 180 case in point See, they don't when, do that in bleach though they do that in like every other show well all right well that's like all right when he was fighting frenji the first time and biakia stepped in and broke his sword like that okay um when he's fighting biakia and you think he's about to get his ass beat this is it. And then fucking his hollow side came out. Like, I give Bleach this. It can tell a story and it doesn't focus too, like, everyone gets their own See, shine. that's the thing. It's like, it changes the narrative, but it also stays the same. So it's always like, Ichigo is underpowered. Ichigo becomes stronger, whether it's one form or the other, and then overpowers the enemy somehow. Whether it's by consciousness or not, it's still the same narrative overall. Regardless, it's a narrative I can get behind. I will. Say I like this, it for though, all like, the other characters, buddy. I, I will say this: it, Ichigo's also it, an unlikable protagonist. There's very few. I like him. Like this is why it's in my again top three. Well, top five. This is why it's number three. I have like they'll introduce characters in this show, and each character is unique. Like, oh my god, wait till you, what, what are they called? The fucking the Quincy's um. What do they call the Quincy's um, army? Like, what, like the the Iron Card that are Quincy, or like the actual Quincy army? The actual Quincy army that's currently in the um, the Thousand Year Blood War. Oh, I just I just had this. Uh, whatever they're called, the Latin Reich or whatever. Why are they called? There's so much, like the I do the one thing I gotta say about Bleach is the, the fact that they do like the other like, multiple languages within it. Yeah, I mean, but the point I'm getting to is when they create characters. Every character is unique. It's called the Bondenreich. Bondenreich. All right, yeah, Bondenreich. But yeah, when they create characters like enemies, new Shinigami, things like that, they're always unique. No one is ever like. See, a that's also what I love about Bleach. The only thing I don't like about Bleach is Ichigo. I mean, everything is like it's not cookie cutter. Like, all right, everyone in the Bondenreich are all like. Some of their abilities are fucking ridiculous like there's gonna be one guy i'm gonna spoil it for you guys there's literally one bad guy in the bottom right okay he's basically a professional wrestler he has a luchador master he's a big muscular dude 
okay? And he has this little assistant who's basically his hype man. And the hype man's ability is by hyping him up, making him stronger. That's literally something they did also, like, in several anime. No, they did in My Hero Academia. Uh, love and fucking gentle. But regardless... That was the worst thing ever. Whoa, 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 whoa! Not bleach in My whoa. Hero. Whoa, you leave gentle and love alone. Oh my god, you like gentle. I love gentle. No. You know why? Because gentle was one of the first villains that showed off like how good of a... Alright, because every fight Deku's been in has always been like two on one. Deku has yet to have a one on one fight with a villain. He has had a one on one fight with Bakuga. But with a it's villain... technically a two on one. I'm saying like, alright, because love didn't participate in the fight. She just boosted it. It still I'm counts. She, in, she like, had an effect on the fight that wouldn't have happened without a second person. Present. What I'm saying is, like, just that's the first time Deku really gets his chops off. Like, it's like saying if like you're in a fight with another person and then the person there with shoots you in the foot, but doesn't look, actually fight. I like. The point is, I love Gentle, especially his ability, and like the way he uses his ability. Okay, like I hate when someone introduces the ability in a show or something. And, like, they just half-ass, like, use it. Like, they don't use imagination and shit like that. Like, I love Venom. Venom's one of my favorite characters. But the way they portray him in certain shows and cartoons, I'm like, there's so much more you can be doing with this costume. I think the best way they portrayed the use of the symbiote was, uh, there's a cartoon called The Spectacular Spider-Man, okay? One of the best shows deserves more than two seasons. Anyway, there's an episode where they first introduced Venom, and he's chasing Spider-Man through the school. And instead of like swinging with his arm shoot webs, he's literally just sending out tendrils and he's like kind of floating through the air as the tendrils pull him along through. I was like, fuck yeah, that's how you're supposed to use that. And at one point, Spider-Man webbed out his mouth and he made a big mouth on his stomach to start talking to Spidey. I was like, yes, that's how you're supposed to use the symbiote. So, but yeah, Bleach, number three. Uh, number two, which, Claire, it shouldn't shock you, the Dragon Ball series, except for that's GT. Shocked. Except for GT reason why is because Dragon Ball was one of the first anime from as young as I could remember that I watched. I remember my dad bringing home the VHS tape of the original Dragon Ball, like the first couple episodes up to the point where he met Master Roshi and got Nimbus. And just me and my brother David being immediately enthralled with this and invested. And we didn't see nothing about Dragon Ball for years till one Sunday morning we got up, we were watching TV, and there was Dragon Ball Z. On channel 13 also known as the cw back then known as upn and we were hooked and then dragon ball z started coming on tsunami when we got cartoon network this is a character like say what you want about the story say what you want about the writing say what you want about the characters all shit dragon ball has had an impact on my life because this is my show this is what i grew up with this is what i know this is what i love okay say y'all can have your opinions but this is what i love Okay, I love Dragon Ball. I love the Dragon Ball series. Vegeta, still number one in my heart. So, And last but not least, my number one, Yu Yu Hakusho. What can you not say about Yusuke? Like, I think the only complaint I have about Yu Yu Hakusho was the lead up to when he fought um, Shinsuke. But like, everyone in Yu Yu Hakusho is such a unique Kuwabara, PA fucking uh karama yusuke himself genkai fucking elder tagoro younger tagoro the dark tournament to this day is one of the greatest tournament arcs of all time period 
okay? And just to point out a fact, come on now. Yoko Tagora literally dragged an arena from one stadium to the other. Just, just deadlifted like so. That's a kitty. So, that was my top five. So we're going to play the next track, and then we'll talk about Clara's top five, because I've rambled on long enough. Uh, Clara, what's your next track? Is this by second to last? Uh, we still got five tracks to go. So I would, that means I'm at, uh, so, uh, so Rairo Days Gurren Lagen. All right. It's a track.
Alright, we're back. That was Serial Days from the opening of Goran Lagan. Um, again, a show that, like, just... What can you say about Goran Lagan other than the fact that I hate the ending? And, wow, I love the fact that you just turned your lights off with just your voice. I use Echo. Echo, Echo. heard me. Shut up, Echo. Off. Jules looking like, did you just tell me to shut up? <laughs> She's looking at you like, did you say something? Uh, something to Echo. Alright, Claire, what is your top five? Okay, so my top five is I am Oh my god, there's there's so much debate on this in my own head. <laughs> <laughs> Number five is Fullmetal Alchemist. Both I feel uh, like Both? Brotherhood, Brotherhood. and original? Brotherhood. Okay. Number four is Fully Cooley. I was gonna add Fooly Cooly to the list, but I was just like, you know what? I'm I'll come back to this some other time because I haven't watched Progressive. I haven't watched Progressive or Alternative. I liked Progressive not as much as the original by far, and I also have not seen Alternative. So I gotta watch those. Uh, number three, Cowboy Bebop, for obvious reasons. Number Downside. two is Neon Genesis Evangelion. And if you've been listening to the show, it's obvious reasons. The show has so much meaning to me. My father and I watched this when I was growing up. I feel like as an adult, even rewatching it, like when the 1.11, 2.22, uh, 3.33, and 4.1 plus 1. Or it's a, it the fact a, we had to wait years. Twice upon a time came out, basically. The it fact was like, we had to wait years just to finish that fucking whole thing. Oh my god, like... Just I have, I have all the manga. I have all the spinoff manga. I have all the DVDs. Ray is Bay. This Ray is Bay. This anime. It's such a weird one. Like it, you have to look deeper into the meaning of just like one morality. Two. I'm a little drunk. I'm blanking on the word where it's like you're everyone's gonna die. Well, the thing is mortality. It, it, it's the. It is so. Uh, what's what I'm looking for? It is, it is such a phenomenon, Neon Genesis, to the point where it inspires other movies, TV shows, things like Case in point, the movie Nope. The Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim, Nope. Uh, the movie Nope. They took inspiration from Neon Genesis, the angel, the bad guys in Neon Genesis. I they didn't know that. Yeah, like they, the creator, because uh, it's a bit of a spoiler, so I'm sorry, people, if you haven't seen Nope yet, but like the creator of said thing specifically stated he took inspiration from the angels of neon genesis oh that reminds me did you know the creators of stranger things apparently took inspiration from elf and lied did not know but it makes sense plus i forgot that i'm on list too and what is your number one my number one pick is nana i saw that coming i did not even see that coming oh because for you, you talk about this show a lot. You talk about it a lot more than you than you would think. Okay, like I, I, I look. I Nana under, is. Look, I understand almost how much... the perfect anime. It would be if they finished it and if the manga was finished. But even what they have, still somehow ends up being perfect. I mean, I underestimated how much you would enjoy the PS2 game. 
Like, I thought you would just, like, let it sit on your shelf and be, no, nah, no, nah, I need my PlayStation modded now so I can play this. <laughs> but regardless, like, I mean, again, it's perfect to you. Like, it, it, it's perfect. So that's all that matters. This is your top 20. Your 25 is I top, Honestly, before making the rating system, I knew Nana would be high up there. I thought Neon Genesis would win. I think the reason why, all right. So I think the reason why Neon Genesis comes in number two with you is because while you do love Neon Genesis, that's something you bonded over with your father. Nana is your own thing. That's just you. That you you don't share this love with this thing with anyone else. It's a you thing. So I think that's why it ranks at number one because that's you. That's you. Honestly, thing. I mean, if it was me, I would pick something more Yuri even though. Oh my God. Nana, in its own way, like, there's no... There, I mean, there's undertones of Yuri, for sure. There's no straight-up Yuri, though. The point of it is, it's just... It is this... It's a beautiful tragedy, and it's just something... It's like you have to keep... Like, you have to watch. Like, you can't look away. Like... Well, some honorable mentions for me. So, a show called Drifters. It's made by the studio that made Helsing Ultimate. The whole concept is like warriors from different dimension from different timelines. They're killed, but then they sent to an alternate dimension where they're fighting against like, you know, there's like elves and dwarves and things like that, and they're like fighting battles and shit like that. Uh, they even had it in there that I think either Adolf Hitler at one time came to this dimension when he died. It's a great show. You should watch it. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. The only reason why JoJo didn't make this list is for the simple fact of I'm really not feeling Stone Ocean. I'm not. Normally, I like JoJo because it's weird. Like, Golden Wind, I didn't know what to take from it, but then I wind up loving it. Stone Ocean, and it's not because it's a female. It's just, it's, I don't know. It's just not grabbing me. And it definitely has nothing to do with You don't have to explain not liking JoJo's to me. Okay. Um, Sword Art Online. Only because... I have a feeling they're going to bring it back for another season. I'm just like, just let it fucking end. It's good. Let it end. Also, please. season two fucking sucks. Log Horizon. The reason Log Horizon did not make this list is because after season three, I don't understand what the fuck we're doing with this show. Agreed. I don't understand. Like, For once, we stop. have the same opinion on that. Vampire Hunter D. That's the entire series. Vampire Hunter D and Vampire Hunter D Bloodless. The reason why I didn't make this is because... Well, I do like Vampire Hunter D. That's more of my brother David's, like, series. That's something he loves. I mean, I love the show, the movies, but that's more of my brother David's thing. Fate Stay series. Why I didn't make the list is because not every Fate Stay series I like. Like, the last one that came that I liked was Apocrypha. Tokyo Ghoul. I mean, we all know the reason the anime. Manga was great I anime. have yet to read the manga. We were cheated. I need to. Um, Full Metal Alchemist and My Hero Academia. Uh, Full Metal, the only reason I didn't make it is because... I mean, it's not bad. It's definitely not bad. I love Full Metal Alchemist. But it just... When I think about shows that I rewatch over over again, like, while Full Metal's up there it's just i couldn't find room for it. it might make the list next year my hero academia uh i need them to hurry up and get to a certain point so i can get over the heartbreak again because it's coming 
it's going to be years from now, but I need to get through it. Uh, and last but not least, Food Wars. Only reason why I don't put Food Wars on this list is because I feel like they could have done like an over with them being over. And then the, the way it just abruptly ended. Like there was no warning like, hey, this is our last arc. I just found out when I was reading the chapter. And I was like, oh, this is the end. What? Kind of like History's Strongest Disciple, Kenichi. It just ended. Uh, all right, so before we get to Claire's honorable mentions, I'm going to play my next track, which is Spirals by Dust. And this is the, I think, this is, this is the first, this is the only opening to Blood Sea. Please enjoy.
All right, that was I am, and that's from oh, that's the second opening of Inuyasha. Yeah, Claire sent that to me. I am. I was like, what the fuck? played the song called I am. You tell me, it's such a good song. No, when I back, went back, like, all right, case in point, um, that Nana song you played mm-hmm. on the one episode, I was w- went back and was listening to the episode. I was like, yo, I forgot this song. Bang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so what are your honorable mentions? Okay, so I do have quite a few. There is unpopular opinion, possibly. Like, I really enjoyed the series and overall Darling and the Franks. I love Darling and the Franks. The only reason I didn't make this list is because, well, I'm not sharing Zero Two with y'all. Fuck y'all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then also I had Dorada. I have, you know, I have yet to watch that. I I would say it's kind of it feels all over the place, but when you just kind of like watch it as a whole, it is a good story. It's just, it's one of those ones where it's like there is a huge ensemble cast. You got to okay. follow well. Right. Death Note. I'm gonna shock neither one of us put that on there, but like I, I like Death Note, but at the same time I get it. Like it's, it was it's so good. close for me. It was very close for me. It's like everything rated. It was just like it was all a close call for everything. Or on High School Host Club, which I'm shocked didn't make your list. I love it, but when I was breaking it down, just like based on just actual, just basic points, mm-hmm. a lot of it was nostalgia, and a lot of it was the anime was good, but it. Would have made it if the manga and anime lined up to finish. Okay, point taken. Alright. Gurren Lagan. Alright. Obviously. Attack on Titan. Now that's a sh- I need you to explain why Attack on Titan didn't make this list. Because <laughs> you rave about this. I love Attack on Titan. It just, like, when I put down all the individual points, it was right on that line. Like, it was just it right just on the bottom the line. I, I mean, think... Season the last season did cost it a couple points on overall. I think the reason why I didn't put it on my list is because, so again, like I went based off of like you know rewatchability, a bunch of other things. So when like a new season or something comes out, usually like a regular Magic High School, when there's a new season, I jump at it. Okay, Bleach, I jump at it. Okay, I have yet to watch the new season Attack on Titan, and I'm like not in a rush either. It's not like, good. It's the pro- well, see, like that was me when Attack on Titan first started. When season two came out, jumped yeah, on it. You jumped season on three, it. Season three jumped out. Season four, but I think didn't like it. Didn't I like it at like, all. I think it's lost. It's um, not. It's uh. I feel like it's not really as glamour. It, it it hasn't really lost its appeal, but like the. I mean, the, yeah, not the appeal, but something about it is definitely different because it's like, this, we, it is a good manga, it's a good anime, but I honestly, for me, it was even just after learning the true secret of the Titans, it wasn't as exciting. Know, I, I wonder if it's this, and hear me out on this. Is it because, like, all right, say, for instance, uh, you know how, like, when it comes to Pokemon, I hate the meta. Okay. So... When certain people start using certain mons all the time, I'm like, yo, I don't want to use this because everyone uses it. I don't feel original. I'm not changing Incineroar, just so that's my boy. Which, okay. as I would say, is hilarious to me because he is the most meta. Yeah. All the but metas. He's the meta like, meta. Could you not see, could you see me not using a giant wrestling cat with a flaming belt? It, it makes no sense because it's me. Okay. Meta meta. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway. Uh, 
Though I'm wondering if it's because Attack on Titan has become, in a sense, the meta. It's become the main thing. Everyone clamors over it. They overhype it. They this. So has that ruined I mean, for that us? could be it for you. That is not it for me because I did watch the last season. It just wasn't as good. Is it the final season or is it just... We're, all, the- we're about to be on the second half of the final season. Okay, so I think what it is is I need to... So, like, even with Demon Slayer, I've read the entire series. So I know what's going to happen and I still watch it. So I think that's what my problem is. I'll I'll read a manga or an anime. and I mean, I'll read a manga. And then when the anime catches up to where the manga is or starts airing things that I've already read, I have a part like, do I really want to see this? Because I know what's going on. Like, case in point, One Piece, current arc with Lano. There are certain episodes I will watch because I want to see how the fight plays out visually, like animated. But there's other ones like, I'm not going to watch this because this was like, I read it. I don't need to see it visibly. So I guess that's what it is for me with Attack on Titan because there's a lot of, there's a lot of political, um, not intrigue. Um, I was going to say mumbo jumbo. Yeah, a lot of political talk, a lot of like, you know, like uh, delegation, things like that. There's a lot of talking. An attack on Titan, so it's like I don't. See, that's the kind of thing I like. I've read. Like sometimes I want to see that, but other times it's like I've read this. I kind of found this part boring. Can we get to the part with Titans killing each other? Can't please, please. I like a you. good mix. Like this would be a good level of both. Like and less think, political oh, talking overall, but still some because that adds to the plot. You know. I think also the other thing is part of me is kind of lost because. As I was reading the manga, I guess there's an apparent time skip, and I didn't realize it. Because one moment we have them about to go to the island. Oh, no. Yeah, no, minute, there's a huge time skip. And then next well, I wasn't we huge, have the, so it's not that many years. This definitely so not that many years. There's we, definitely no, a time skip. Next thing you know, we have the Marlians fighting with the carrier titans. It's a couple years time skip. Yeah. And then we have Eren, who looks hella different. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Did, did, some, did I miss it? Did I miss a chapter in here? It's a time skip. So like, It's like three or four years, I think. So I guess there's a part of me that's like, I'm going to be a little pissed if they don't explain at some point what happened during that time skip. Like what They do place... explain it a little bit. Okay, because um... I need an explanation for what took place that made Aaron go from Aaron Yeager to oh, yeah, no, fucking you, Yeah, you, you do see some of it. Um, okay. They then... do explain. They do flashbacks. All right, so I'm going to have to... I'll read the manga, then I'll watch the anime, but it's not something like I'm pressed about. But anyway, Attack on Titan. What else? The Beast and the Boy. Never heard of it. That's a, It's a movie. It's by the people who do Summer Wars. Okay. A comic, a kill. I think the only reason why... I, hmm. I love a comic, a kill, but the reason why I didn't make the list is because... Wow, it did. I feel like it had, for me, everything but actual story and plot. I think it did what it was supposed to, and that's why it doesn't make the list. Because it did what it was supposed to, it was entertaining, I'm done. It kind of ruined the anime with the ending. I need to watch, I need to read the manga. But regardless, like I said, it did what it did, it's done. Dr. Stone. So, this is going to sound weird. I have no interest in watching the anime since I finished reading the manga. Like, I've watched the anime, I thought it was great, but, like, right now, I'm like, I don't have interest in seeing a lot of this shit. Like, I really don't. Like, I, it I love Dr. Stone. Top because, although it was fun, it didn't have that, like, wow factor. It was definitely fun. Every episode was interesting. Science yeah. was fun. 
but it didn't have a wow factor. I think I just it was close like I, though. Like I said, I think it's just it did its job. I read the manga. I'm done reading the manga. I have no interest in seeing everything else. Like there might be certain things I might watch, but aside from that, I'm good. Oh, ah! Continue. Naruto. Naruto was very close as well. For me, it was just it was a fact of nostalgia over actual rewatchability. I have a friend even like who's recently been trying to rewatch Naruto and just the amount of fillers is it's exponential, phenomenal, whatever you want to call it. It is too much. And like the plot is good, the character development is good, the animation style is good, everything else though, it is it, I wanna say it feels tedious almost rewatching Naruto. It was fun at the time growing up with it. It has that a huge nostalgia factor. Beyond that, it is unpopular opinion mid-tier. Say that last one again. You just got to miss my entire Naruto rant. I was saying how it is. Oh, you did hear. Okay, good. It's mid-tier. I mean, I'll put it like this. The reason why Naruto made my list... Yeah, it did. I was saying it almost made my list just based on nostalgia, but, like, I have a friend who's actually just recently been rewatching the entire series, and he reminded me of, like, huge amounts of filler everything else about it like just like it is i want to say for me it is just that nostalgia makes me remember in a way where it's like more than it actually was it is long which does speak that is hugely popular but is it too long possibly I apologize, people. I spilled my cup of cold red. It wasn't that much, but still, I hate stickiness. <laughs> but, like, I think for Naruto, the reason why I made my list is because, like, so there was a point in time where I really wasn't that big into, like, manga or anime. And then I met my friend Jija, okay? And Jija got me in a Shonen Jump. And one of the first things she introduced me to was Naruto and One Piece. So I remember first reading Naruto and be like, oh, no, so like it took a little me getting around because it seemed weird, but then once I started reading, I was like, yo, this is actually dope. And then I started reading the uh I started watching the anime. And like the fights in the beginning was just I mean when you look back at how like some of the fights went in the beginning, like him versus Haku, him versus Kiba, uh Rock Lee versus Gara, like some of those first fights during the beginning, like right before he met up with Jiraiya are some of the like it, it's it's it sits in nostalgia that's why i always say to this day the best fight out of all naruto history will always be rock lee versus gara during the tuning exams for me it's just it was it was close but an anime that's a 700 episode anime that's half filler yeah that is definitely an issue because it's like all right i get it we gotta we're trying to plug fucking time here we're trying to buy for time for like to catch up so we have time to you know do the episodes where the manga is and things like that however at the same time it's like we ain't got time for this can we just get straight to the point yep uh so my next one will be high school dead yeah i'm a little shocked did i did not put high school the dead on this list my my titty filter was on when i when i i love it as a show but like 
the fact that like it possibly could have made it higher if the manga was part was finished through the anime but it was such an abrupt halt it did not end properly and where there was tons of titty they were it was overall lacking general substance i think that's kind of overall like a good way of describing high school of the dead in a nutshell because like as much as we love it as much as we care for it, as much as we love these characters let's be honest overall like what more do they do other than you know a lot of fan service it's a good story i like it it was different. and i love fan and service but i need an like a i need the answers to the questions that were given to us at the beginning that's i feel like the point of most tv the most movies is they pose a question to you at the beginning and by the end of the series it should be answered i mean like i said i'm of a mindset where i think with high school of the dead if they announce tomorrow like hey we're gonna finish this we're gonna finish this series but in anime style we're gonna go a different we're gonna go do our own story with that. We'd be okay with that. But ultimately, because of how long it's taken, while High School is it is something I can rewatch over and over and over again. I think my two issues with it is one, um, y'all have taken way too long to try to do something with this product that people will obviously clamor for, and that has taken away the lack that is made it lackluster. Two, I need an uncensored version. I need an uncensored version. Like, there's no tomorrow. Like, I love the fact that more animes are doing, like, uncensored versions. Because, I'm sorry. Like, come on now. Most of us are adults. Like, give us the titties. Okay? There's not no actual fucking in this. That's like, what was it? Fucking, um, Redo of Hiller. It was this shy from being actual hentai. Other than the fact that it didn't do the little, um, censored, you know, private parts. It was this shy of being hentai. So, Ghost in the Shell. Again, I think that has to do with the fact of, like, again, this is something you grew to like with your father. And while it is a good thing, again, it's not your thing. <laughs> I hear academia. I'm a little shocked about because Oh, you know what it is? Because you don't like Deku. I don't like Deku. I like everything. It's kind of like, uh, I'm probably the main about Bleach. I like everything about it, but the main character. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Inuyasha. It was so close to the episode, but when I went to the actual ratings of it, it was, it's a good overall anime, but it's not, like, the best overall anime. A lot of it for me was that nostalgia. Like, it has a good general plot. There is a decent amount of filler. There is, it's a huge, like, long dragging storyline. But overall, you're just like, I've watched it, I'm done, we're good. Yeah, like, I like, I liked it a lot growing up. But would like, I, I rewatch the entirety of this series again? I could no. put it on to go to sleep too. Yeah. Ergo Proxy. Ergo Proxy. It was a very underrated anime of the time. I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. That's like, all right. I I could easily put Guilty Crown on my dishonorable and my honorable mentions as well. So. Uh, it's dandy. I feel like that was most of the stuff. You know, I could me. never get into that. I, I liked tried. it. I it was it. a lot of nostalgia, though. And then Citrus. It was 
I'm shocked Citrus didn't make this list. So Citrus didn't because it didn't finish the manga. Okay, so. Alright, so. Oh, crap. Okay. So, what's the next track you want to pull it? Oh, I guess. Oh, yeah, it's your last track of the night. Last um, track of the night for me. I am. Okay. So, we're going to go ahead and play that, and then we'll come back, finish up the show, and you'll have a block of four tracks to listen to. Here's the track. Sega so Keep on, keep on. 
All right, that was I Am, the second opening to Inuyasha. Uh, so that's kind of like basically about the show. Like normally me and Claire talk about Pokemon stuff, um, but I have a lot of editing to do. All I can say is like, uh, well, I mean, we do have a new Pokemon. We're spoiled right now because we got a new Pokemon video coming out tomorrow. We had one come out like what, a week or two ago? I mean, the videos are nice, yes, but the issue I've actually heard is the rumor is through data miners and credible leakers online is that we're not even going to have half the Pokemon available in the next game. I mean, like, half, like, what? You the mean, Dex like... is going to be, like, 400 or less. Okay. So, I kind of expected that. And apparently, this is going to be a new thing, so we're never going to have a national Dex again. Okay. That I could kind of expect, but what I, the issue that I'm finding is that they will charge us an arm, like, not really an arm and leg, they will charge us a good bit for DLC. And for Pokemon Home, because we're already paying 15 for Home, 60 for a brand new game. Um, 15 for DLC. 15 for, 15 or 30 for DLC, whichever. The problem here is, like, why do I have Home if I can't have my... What's the purpose of home if you can't have certain mons in the game? So they're just sitting in your box. Because a lot of people don't... Some people do, but a good majority of people do not go back and play older games other than to get certain mons that they currently can't have in the current game unless you transfer it over. So again, what is the purpose of home other than making space in your um, box on the game itself? It's because just waiting to see if they might appear in the new game. Because to me, it's like, all right, what is the purpose of me having, this is what I'm hoping. So I'm hoping because they came out with Brilliant Diamond, that you can put those mons, that those mons will be available in Scarlet and Violet. Okay, because otherwise, what was the purpose of making Arceus and Brilliant Diamond? Other than, like, you know, usually when they do the remake, mons from the remake can go into the next generation. That's usually how it goes. So I'm hoping, because otherwise, I'm like, what's the purpose of me having home when I have all these mons that I can't fucking use in the new game? Like, I, again, I have a 6 IV fucking total dial and a shiny 6 IV ditto. I know ditto's gonna be in the game, but what about my total dial? I just, look, I get it. Everyone's like, oh, you're not gonna get everything you want. I want one fucking mon! I want my fucking total dial. I want my four alligator. I can't it's get technically the two mons. That's technically three. You know what I mean. <laughs> if, it, if the pre-evolution's in the game, you get the full thing, okay? I can't get mega evolutions back, okay? They're gone, okay? Like, just something. And don't get me wrong. I'm looking forward to this game. But I'm hoping tomorrow that we get some kind of like, hey, so this is how it's going to work with home. And here's what you can bring into the game. I don't want a full Pokédex listing. I don't. I just want to know who can I bring into the game. And whether it's going to be compatible with home. Because that's also going to decide what a lot of people are going to do for Mag. So. I guess the question is, is it going to be compatible? I know they will make it compatible with home at some point. We just don't know if it's going to be at launch. I mean, I know that. But, like, I'm hoping. But, um... It will just... definitely affect Mag to a huge extent. Yeah. So, oh, just to give a heads up to some people who listen to the show, if you happen to be at MAG, I will be hosting, I will be the master of festivities for the tournaments and also hosting Pokemon Jeopardy. 
So I'm going to let you all know this right now. So a lot of the trivia will be based off of Pokédex entries, um, things that have to do with the game, and things that have to do with anime. As each round progresses, their questions will get harder. Because that's how Jeopardy works. So I really don't want to hear anyone complain about these questions are too hard. It's Jeopardy! The last, when we did, remember when we did the mag trivia, the niche fucking questions? Oh my asked? god, oh my the god. most niche, like, the Homestar Runner Runner one. reference. And I'm like, I've heard this reference on other podcasts and shit. I've never seen this shit. I don't know what the fuck this is. So, again, for those of you who are going to participate, who listen to the show, be prepared to be slightly frustrated. Because, again, it is Jeopardy. Like I said, one to five will be normal, you know, it, it, like I said, each for each point, the difficulty, will, the question will go up. Okay? So, people have to deal with that. And Claire's helping me fine-tune some of the little extra mechanics I want to add to the game. And Claire will be, like, make basically my Vanna White just... I don't want it to like to sexualize you, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, she, she's always, you know, we're not going to talk about that on camera. But anyway, um, I have greatly enjoyed doing the show with you for two years and, you know, hope to see us do another, another year of this show. So that being said, what are we going to do next episode? Should we just do our, um, cause we could do episode. picks from our top 25. <laughs> You know, yeah, we can do that. So we're going to pick track. All right, so we'll each pick three tracks from our top 25 next episode. Like, so tracks from our top 25. So maybe we'll do another five. Or, no, actually, no, let's keep it to three. Because, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I think after that, let's see, that'll be episode six, right? I'm not good at counting. Okay, so let me double check, because I think this is episode five, if I'm correct. Let me double check something. Also, I gotta get a new phone soon because this current phone has been acting really slow and stupid. Okay, yeah, so yeah, this is episode five. So episode six will be tracks from our top 25. And then episode seven, I think we should do our uh what did we say? Seven deadly tracks from seven deadly sins. Seven deadly sins. Which reminds me, before we go, hold on, something I gotta get real quick. Hold up. Okay, so, oh. All right. so I was looking at Anchor because they recently updated the app, so you could keep track of certain things. So, all right. So, our top listen to episodes of all time, our top five. Uh, number one is. Our season one ending, our favorites of, it was, yeah, season one, episode nine, our favorites of, I think that was what, 20, 2020 or was that 2020? I think so. Let me double check. Ooh, excuse me. It would have been 2020 because it's a two year anniversary. I'm trying to look because the 
Yep, our favorites of 2020. is our number one listen to episode. Number two is season two, episode seven, Anime Wildcard. That's a good one. Number three is our fifth episode of our first season. That's just disturbing. Uh, number four, oddly enough, is our fourth episode of season three, the Naruto Appreciation episode. Of course, number five, which held the number one spot for the longest. Lisa. Yep, we love Lisa. Once again, we just want to thank all of you who listen to the show and take time to listen. Uh, shout out to our super fan, Pie Maniac, and other fans that listen to the show that don't, like, really respond. Pretty sure, like, we have, like, Apple podcast reviews, and I just don't know about it. <laughs> I really should look into that. Um, but, Matt, uh, and Claire will once again be starting our track to mag this year. Uh, we're, like, what? A month and seven days out from the next Pokemon game can't wait and you know there's not much else to say other than thank you it's been a great year it's been another year uh we'll see what the pokemon direct has tomorrow hopefully we get news about home and what mons will be in the game like i don't even like i don't even want evolution designs ruined for me i don't want to see the starters final forms and then that stuff okay I just want to know what we can and cannot bring into the game. To be fair, I wouldn't mind starters and final forms because it will help me decide which starter to choose. Yeah, we don't want me going through the... Here's the thing, like, I I hate spoilers and I don't want... Like, I kind of want to see for myself. Like, that's the excitement. It's like, oh, it evolved. Oh, what's it look like? Okay, now I gotta get to the next evolution. And then you just power into it. <laughs> I need to know before I choose. I look, will not do well, this. Here's the thing, you're getting four versions of this fucking game. But I can only play one per each of my accounts. Okay, so how about this, okay? Play your game up to a certain point. Okay, when you can trade. Mm. They won't but, obey me, though. Okay, no, I'm saying play it to a point where you can trade. Trade me the um, starters that you want, okay? And then just double up again, because you'll be playing two different... You're playing four different versions, Okay. And then I'll just trade technically you, like, not four different, Technically, it's still only two different versions. I mine four separate copies, but I can only play two versions. So I'll just play one of the versions up to a certain point, and then trade over the starters to me, and then I'll give them back to you so you can... I mean, we're going to be doing a I lot like of I like to start like with that. the one I start with. Like, I will always... What I do is I'll... I have... I have three switches. I'm just wondering I how, will trade between myself. I'll I'm play with myself all the time. Yes, I said that on purpose. But yeah, no, I'll just trade myself them. I like to start with the one I like, though. The sad thing, this is about this is about as sober as you've been for the past couple of episodes. <laughs> anyway, as always, uh, you can reach us at Senpai's Playlist at Hotmail.com. Discord link will be in the show notes. Um, not much else I can say. Claire, anything you want to say to the people before we go? I mentioned playing with myself. I was talking about Pokemon. Which, that's something I want to ask. So lately I've been seeing on Twitter, people, like, sex workers talking about, like, um, would you like to play with this Pokemon? Or how do I rate in Pokemon? And they're talking about, like, sex. I'm like, when did y'all start associating Pokemon with sex? Someone tell me this. Like, what the fuck's going on? I don't know about other people, but I want to marry Cynthia. You know this. Like, maybe, you know what? Maybe I'll just have, I'll tell Jules, Jules, look, you got dressed for Cynthia. Okay. Not gonna work. It's forever. not the same. 
I feel like no one can truly pull off Cynthia to me because, like, I just have this, like, you, you know, Archer, the show. Uh-huh. I'm going to be Krieger. I'm going to marry a hologram of Cynthia that's so realistic. The state will have to let, let me legally marry her. I know. At first, I was going to say wait till, like, sex robots get better and just order a sex robot that looks like Cynthia. But then I saw the trailer for the movie Megan. And after watching the movie Ex Machina, I would not suggest that. I love Ex Machina. But yeah, no, I'll, I will marry a hologram. That, that's a movie I give a good 9 out of 10. I definitely would suggest someone watch Ex Machina. Fuck ending. But good Did movie. you hear Nier Tomata's getting an anime? I need that shit to be like uncensored as fuck. I need it to be saucy as shit. Also, I think Nier Tomata has an anime. I don't know if you ever heard of, you ever heard of an anime called Kashan Sins. If they're going to do Nier Automata like that, if they're going to do a Nier Automata anime, they need to do it in the same vein as Kashan Sins. The whole mor- morality of like immortality and robots thinking they're humans. They, they, they got to go all in with the psychological shit. Because Nier Automata is one of the games like it's hack and slash as fuck, but like some of the shit that goes on in there, like I remember oh uh, I've been trying to play this on the Switch and it's killing me because I went from PC to Switch and the 30 frame rates per second is destroying me but it's like um the second year of mag that we were at together uh my the guys i was rooming with micah and his friends they were playing near automata and there's a part was like um was it like well, it's a certain edition of near automata um as gods are we are as gods or some shit i forget what it's called um hold on yeah As God's edition. Okay. So there's a part in the game where like the robots are like, we are as gods. We're and they're all jumping to their deaths. Oh because they see humans as gods and they're like, oh, we can die and actually die and experience death. I'm like, God, I was like, why do they keep chanting this in explanation? Your Thomas is dark as shit, man. That's why I said they really need to like I guess the real question is which ending they would go with. So the point of any Yoko Taro game is there's multiple endings. Near Automata yeah. does have 26. Yeah, someone told me that. It has 26 different endings. I'm just like... Technically, three yeah. full playthroughs, 26 endings altogether, though. Most of them are mine. I know. One of them are self, one of them's a self-destruct ending. Yep. That's the one I go for free. Okay. Easiest to do. Before anyway, you get um, any chips. As always, she is Claire. I am Daryl. Empire's Playlist. Of Kenny Omega, thank you and tonight. And we're gonna leave you with a block of four songs. So my last two picks of this of for the season that so far is Haruka Mirai, which is the first opening of Black Clover, and the opening of High School of the Dead by Kobayashi and the Rockets. We have two bonus tracks for you. One is from Ame called One and Last. I came across this earlier today. Someone made a Sonic AMV for Sonic Frontiers with this. And it's a dope song. And the last one is the ending song of the first season. I mean, of the first episode of Bleach 1000 Year Blood War. And it's called Rappaport by Tatsuya Katani. So, as always, um, about it. We'll see you guys in two weeks for the um, our picks from our top 25. <laughs> All right. So, you guys have a good night.
守りたいとにか